first. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. Oh my god. Um, you're trying to figure it out. You're trying to see try, if I, you're trying to decide whether I started or not. I don't. I never know anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I did. You did. I yeah. figured. I could tell by the way, looking at your face. Don't say that. Doesn't tell me when we're starting. So sometimes we'll be mid conversation. Like, oh, it's, I guess it's showtime. <laughs> so I'm trying to get you to say something real stupid. You know? <laughs> well, that definitely happens. <laughs> hey everyone, this is Junseth, and you're listening to Junseth's World. I'm here with my dapper co-host, Sean, aka Camboy Sean, Camboy Sean, not Dante. You're not Dante. It's true. Dante. Dante is not back yet. Uh, I don't know if Dante will ever come back, ever. Again, no, I don't know. Um, Dante uh, is still in prison, mm. so uh, the fund didn't work. Uh, we, we, Sean and I contributed this week. We, we hired him a lawyer. Um, we didn't really know the law, honestly. It was just a friend. Yeah, friend of Sean's. Yeah, I, it, was, I, it wasn't actually very good. I was. <laughs> I thought I thought he'd help, and he was cheap, but <laughs> he was cheap. He didn't. I don't he think he has a law degree. Yeah, I don't think so either. No, he didn't perform. <laughs> he didn't perform too well in court. You just got back from Chicago. I was I was very proud of you, my son. Oh, well, thank um, you. You you've been thinking about going to to one of these Jimmy Song boot camps for a while. Yes. Um, and you you finally got off your ass and did something. I finally did it. You Can did. you believe that? Yeah, I can't. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, so uh, when I saw that Jimmy was going to do it in Chicago, I was like, oh, I've never like, been That's really close. Yeah, well, that's close I'm going to get there. I'm going to drive there. <laughs> and so you made your way there on an airplane. I, yeah. You didn't walk. I didn't walk. You didn't bike. You, you took an airplane. I you took an airplane. Like Al Gore. And you, you flew there. Yep. And you took the class. I did. You stayed there for a few days with your Bitcoin riches. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you hired your Bitcoin prostitutes. Well, yeah, yeah. Got it. You got to get them. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. I. I spent the whole week you in like, Chicago. You are so untraveled. That's the thing I've learned yeah. about you over the years. You have. Ab- you think that Florida is like the center of the world? Well, it's the center of my world. But where have you gone other than Florida? Um. So I've been to San Francisco in the Valley <laughs> once. I've been to Denver <laughs> once. Once. I've been to New York once. Okay. Uh, and all of these in like the last I've three been, years, by the way. Yeah, I know. It's all been like really recent. There, actually, do, going to places for Bitcoin reasons has been the reason that I've like traveled. You truly anywhere. have embraced your Bitcoin persona. I mean, have you yeah. have you been south? Bitcoin like the, got Florida man. I, I, you've been I've, to Argentina, a, a Florida, or man, Florida. Like I've south never, America, I've never Central America. So to be honest, I've never really been out of the country. Can you believe that? All right, we're gonna start a big money Sean fund. <laughs> <sort of. laughs> um. So a travel budget for Sean. <laughs> get him. Get him. I. You've never. Have you been to Georgia? This. Yeah, I've been to Georgia. So I've been. I've been up and down Florida. I've been to parts of the South. Uh, I've been to Tennessee, Georgia, Missouri, and Kansas City. Um, but okay. that's kind of the extent of. So, so you've been to like seven states. That's not so bad. It's not too bad. Probably better than your it's parents were at your age. I'm. I'm. I'm working on it. You know. So not real hard. But no, that's well, tr- yeah. <laughs> so. What did you learn? What did you learn at this thing? Did you like? Is is Jimmy as big of an asshole as we all think? <laughs> no, no. J- when, when it comes to programming stuff, Jimmy's, Jimmy's not. Jimmy's not an asshole. Not an asshole. Okay, um, so. it, was, it was. It was. Honestly, it was awesome. Um, uh, it's two days. Um, so if anybody wants info or you, you haven't really heard about it or don't know what's, what we're talking about, talk to Sean. Don't talk um, to me. Talk to me. It's called programmingblockchain.com. It's a two-day seminar that Jimmy's doing. He's going around. He's also offering an online version. So if you want to get involved in that, 
Um, that's an option as well. You don't have to fly to wherever he's currently doing these. Um, and it's two days of just going from the very basics of, of, of how to program with Bitcoin. So MOOCs for kooks. Starting with... Good um, job, Sean. I, how did yeah. you do? Did you pass? Did you fail? I, 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 it's not so much pass or fail, but you're, it's... You're, just, you're kind of a shitty programmer. Well, so I'm a bad programmer and I'm yeah. a moron. They're, they're both things. Well, but yeah. Um, Wrapped into one tiny little body. You have great text. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm known more for my body than my programming ability. That's that's true. <laughs> that's very yeah. That's what I think of you as. I don't think like boy, Sean, what a great programmer. I have well, a project I'm going to do. Well, that's why I'm, I'm more like I, need a, I like, need a guy who looks muscular and can't really lift much. <laughs> Sean, <laughs> um, you're you're like the guy who like watches other people move when they're like moving houses. You don't do any. You just kind of point. You're like, pick that up. Yeah, get that. Get that. Get that. I don't know that you could pick up a box. I could pick up a box. Can you? Yeah. Heavy boxes. I have. I have. I have some strength. I could work on that better. But I feel it's like mostly I could beat it's you. Mostly I could beat you in an arm wrestling match. We we could we could we could uh, we could we could do that and maybe we'll. Maybe maybe we'll bet on it or something or open it up. I have big we'll put it, I have really big pecs too, but for different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, but yeah, just the the final thoughts. It was Jimmy's course is great. I learned a lot. It was fun. Um, and Jimmy's not an asshole, so that, that's asshole. great. But uh, what did you have to do? So so the the, the goal of the yeah. class is to what? Like, well, the goal you is start to out knowing nothing. You start off pretty well. You you want to come in with some background knowledge. All right, how much knowledge? So like you gotta, like, I guess it depends on who you are, but you definitely want to know how to. Code. If you're a hot chick. Um, <laughs> you definitely want to know how to code, uh, and reading, um, having, having like an understanding of like the basics of how Bitcoin work is, is going to be important. Like how basic? Um, cause, cause you know, here's the thing. So I've so learned here's, this. When we say basic, yeah. we, we don't, you and I think something different. We're like so, basic understanding. We're like, yeah, we yeah. understand like, yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. Um, the rocket science. So, so funny enough, Andreas's book, Mastering Bitcoin, it's, it's free. It's open source online. You don't have to buy the book. But he does go through a lot of the technical... But you should, because he's hurting for money. Well, <laughs> um, Not as bad as safety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, That's liable. Neither of them are hurting for money. Don't give either of them money. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to <laughs> make you out to be poor. Um, <laughs> but that, that, that is a good book that's free and, and, and online, and that goes through like the technicals of Bitcoin. So like, I suggest reading through that, knowing how to code a little bit, um, and then take on take on the course, but that that'll help. It's it, it goes quick. Jimmy Jimmy moves fast. He knows like he, he knows he knows this shit and like like obviously, but like it, it, he it, it's quick. So like I'm not that good of a programmer. So there right. were times where I felt like it was going really fast, but I was able to keep up. And the second day, basically, like it starts with like the math behind like elliptic curves and shit, and you build up this library. And the second day, you broadcast the transaction. But I think, I think and that's kind of like a cool, by the way, not libel. Oh, what's the difference? I think libel's written, slander's spoken. Uh, uh, that's the distinction. I don't huh. know. Maybe I'm not a lawyer. Hey, well, that's that's interesting. We though. should talk to Drew Hinkle, Drew, the Holocaust denier. Maybe he would know. He might know that answer that yeah. question. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I fucking love that name. It's so, it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, so what? What else happened? Oh yeah, so so like it, it's it's uh, it, it's cool. Uh, Jimmy has open source like some of the exercises that are okay. done. Um, so if you go to his GitHub, you'll see some cool like, like deadlifts. There's, there's like good material there if you nice. want to like, um, like see what what part of it's about. It's obviously not everything, but 
it's a good it's a good resource if you want to learn. I, I like learning this shit. It's fun. Um, is it useful for you, or do you have any use at well, all for this? It's useful in that it makes me feel like a less woman. stupid. Really? A I don't bit. know if that's good for you, Sean. I, I don't, don't know. like you in your current state of stupidity. <laughs> This is. I feel like this is a good equilibrium you have, where you're like <laughs> the right amount of stupid. <laughs> you're, you're like this stupid. It's, yeah. I mean, it's it's a high it's a high degree of stupidity, but it's not as like, you know, yeah. It's not as bad as, you know, I don't know, safety. Um, okay, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, I'm not. Um, um, all right. But uh, but no, it was good. And then and then I I did some other things in Chicago too that were fun. But, um, oh, it was, it was oh, a whole yeah, week. You, you called me up and you were hitting on a chick. Oh, so this was whole, this, so, this this was one of the funniest stories I've ever heard about s- unsuccessful hitting on. <laughs> this I don't, was and I don't condone this by the way. I don't condone hitting on girls. Well, because I was I was out at a bar. Yeah, talking to some of the local Chicago women. Yeah. And I just came across a group of girls. They're so much smarter than you. And they, they're I had, educated. I had well, but well, yeah. They're, they're not in Florida. They're not in Florida. This was a very different demographic. Probably right? German. Yeah, probably. Probably. I bet she was tall and like girthy, but like in a pretty way. Like yeah. she had broad shoulders. Uh no, this one was tall. Well, the second girl was tall. Let me let me let me tell. Okay, so I'm talking to the girl number one, and girl number one is cute. <laughs> and you don't know the names, do you? Uh, Did you get their names? Her name was... I got her number. I forget the name. <laughs> but the number, the, num- the number is easy to get. Like, that's not hard. I yeah, it's the name, name that's hard. It's, it's the, the number name that's hard. Well, hold on, but, this is, but that's not the point. Forget about her. Um, the first... The one girl I was talking to was girl number one. And she was she was cool. She was cute. We were talking about different things. I think I mentioned, like, I was in town for Bitcoin. She was like, oh, I kind of heard about that, but I don't know a lot about it. Whatever. She worked... She and girl number two worked at a bank. Okay, and they were like, Wonder, in, in what capacity? Did they were they like tellers? Because no. I've gotten that a lot. Like, I'm a banker. <laughs> you're like, oh, you're, where? Wells Fargo. Yeah. Where? <laughs> the one down the street. <laughs> like, oh, what do you do there? I'm a teller. Oh, you're a teller. Not a, that's a different that's, thing. Yeah, they. Uh, I, I didn't really. I, I listen to like half the things I'm, I'm when I'm talking in that in that kind of way. Yeah, you really don't um, like, dude. Your blood leaves your head. That's it a does, thing. Yeah. It's just amazing. <laughs> like, you're just sitting there talking. It's a pretty girl. Well, they, like, <laughs> your your face gets white. Yeah, I don't so, know where it goes. Probably it, your feet. Yeah, it's, it goes in my feet. Probably your feet. And uh, so, girl number that was girl number one. Girl number I started talking to girl number two. <laughs> it's like a Dr. Seuss book. And talking to girl number two was like. <laughs> Uh, I think she was kind of like seeing like who I was because like things were going well with girl number one. So like the yeah. friend wanted to kind of. Yeah. And the friend, the second girl's cute too. She had like these big thick, like these big round glasses. Yeah. You like that. Um, There's subreddits for that. So she asked me why I was in town. Yeah. And I told her I'm here for Bitcoin. Oh. She Bitcoin. was like, Bitcoin? That's so stupid. That's so, <laughs> I can't, what, what do you mean you're into Bitcoin? She's like, I wrote a paper about it. I've analyzed it. She was like, She's like, that's so stupid. How could you be involved in that? Like, who invests in Bitcoin? That's the dumbest thing in the world. I, I, I really like, take your shirt it. off and go like, men that look like this. <laughs> like, this is, this is I demo- should have. This is the demographic of a Bitcoiner. What do you, like, uh, I was like, never heard of Bitcoin bros? Well, it's alliteration, stupid. <laughs> well, the thing is, when you tell a girl about Bitcoin, right? I'd never do. Her like, eyes I, I do the opposite of that. But we've talked about this. She gets, the girls just shut down. They're like, oh my God, that's so boring. What the hell is that? I don't want to hear this guy talk about it. This girl was into it, but hated it. She was getting like visibly angry about it. She probably felt about Bitcoin the way I feel about talking to girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, that's fucking funny. And then so, so, so you, 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 
you have successfully hit on her. So I was like, you I was just, her. I was like, well, maybe you have, maybe you have like a good point here. Like, tell me, like, what? Oh, you wrote a paper. Like, what? What did you? She obviously didn't know a lot about it because she was like talking about it as if but it was I like wrote a stock. A paper on it. Like I mentioned, like, well, we, I, we were having a conversation. I, I forget the details, but I mentioned something about like it's, it's lay off the shirt. How it's bro. software, and she was like, it's totally not software. Like, so I was like, I don't think you know what's <laughs> going on here. Like. Like did you tell her that? Because that's 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 how I would have put it. I did. I, yeah, I was trying to think like, how you're talking about. I, like, but I've never I've never encountered this before. I've never met a girl out at a bar randomly that is inter- like hates it as passionately hates as it. she does. Oh, that's just fucking hilarious. And I was like, well, look, I would tell people it's not something you should invest in. You should invest your money in index fund. She was like, index fund. Though, like she started going off on that a little bit. So then. She I wasn't said happy with that either. The three magic words. Wait, wait. She wasn't. She wasn't happy with the index. Funds? She wasn't happy with the index funds. Why? I was like, well, the S and P five hundred returns nine point five percent per year. Nine point four on nine point like four recently, but nine point nine on average of the hundred years. You know. Oh yeah. Well, that nine point nine is amazing. Like that's the thing to. I'll take it. It's put a lot of your value in, and then you can take a little bit of risk. Better than Madoff's. Policy. But I was like, I, I want to talk to you about this. This was fun. Like I was like having fun with it. She was like getting emotional. You're about like, it. Totally. <laughs> Get so angry. But at the same time, like this is the friend. But I'm like, I like this girl better. Like this girl's <laughs> heated. Like this is this is, this could result in like hate sex. Like it could. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I like this. Like but she's charged up about it. I was like, she's I like really this angry. Shit. So 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 did you you so did you land the plane? I said these three words. I said, well, markets are efficient. Uh oh. And she's like. No, those are those are you know I I gotta say I have whispered that in many many women's ears. Yeah, how's that work for, they, that work they, for you? They think it's very sexy. Yeah, markets are efficient. Markets are efficient. Maybe I didn't say it like in the sexy way I should have. So we should make one of those. Uh, what's that? She what, was those triggered. videos where like you get the crinkly sounds. And oh, stuff? ASMR. ASMR. So we should make an ASMR, ASMR image. <laughs> Do you hear me? <laughs> Invest in the S and P five hundred. If you're getting tingles on your forehead right now, it's because I'm. Yeah. No, stop that. Stop it. Do you hear that? <laughs> do you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, a- EMH ASMR. Yeah, we just need to do that for Dude, that. We should do that, like an ASMR channel for EMH. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like 10 people that are like into, into both. Eugene Palmer. <laughs> Richard Thaler. <laughs> okay, okay, go, go <laughs> yeah, so you, but but she she got so mad and walked away, dude. She walked away to the bar, and I was laughing my ass off because I didn't know how to react. I was like, are you kidding? You just got triggered by that? I've pissed girls off in bars before, but never for telling the markets are efficient. Wow. Like, that was a first. But it was bad where th- girl number three was like, I don't know what you said to her, but she's really mad, and you need to just walk away. Ken it was one of those, like, I fucked this up, but I fucked it up in such a, like, hilariously awesome way. I couldn't believe it. Robert Scheller. I was blown away. <laughs> 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 but I'm like, <laughs> so so you 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 didn't you, did you talk to her the next day? Or? Well, the the girl that I was originally hitting on, I, I got her info. Yeah. I just like I, I, I'm terrible with following up sometimes, so I just like never. You didn't put it in your CRM. I kind of I was like, that's probably done. She's probably not gonna respond. Yeah, I didn't really care because that whole thing was just too funny. Like I had to. The image is not I, the magic words, my friend. That's uh, you you blue pilled them. I don't know what happened. Like, I, I do. Don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never thought that I could piss a girl off like that. Sean. Saying those things. Early dates I was like. That you were on when you first learned about Bitcoin. Right. But like 
this was a very different situation. I, just, I wonder how many people are getting the tinglys. I wonder. Yeah. Comment <laughs> below. <laughs> but like, no, you, like, I, mean, I don't, the, the thing that's odd here is the mm-hmm. triggering after discussing market efficiency. I think that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Were they smart? Did they like graduate from Chicago or like? They I, or the, some well, you know, They went to some school. school. They were like, um, they you don't. You didn't even bother. To, you don't even care. It's not like you were going to live there. Well, I hear school names all the time. Like, you know, I, I was I was out in Chicago and I meet new friends. You know, it was like a it was a, it was a night from it was after the course and I was I ended up going to the conference that was also there. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a whole other story. Um, Oh yeah, that's right. Then there was a conference. There was a conference. That's okay. So Dude, I, had, I had a whole Bitcoin so, Chicago. So week. you sure did. And then yeah. so you get yes, you unsuccessfully hit on a girl. Yeah, and I called Which you about it because I was like, that, that, yeah. Well, that's what you do when you like unsuccessfully do it. Uh, like a girl, you call your friend. Yeah, and you <laughs> you fucking laugh at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then you went to a conference. Yeah. And I I was getting calls about this conference. You were. Yeah. I was told that the conference nearly didn't happen, that the organizer was like $120,000 short or something like that. Ooh. Wow. And that a prominent Chicago Bitcoiner okay. uh, who goes by the first name of Blue Rhino uh, may have bailed the conference out. Oh, man. May have. May have. And that so the conference... Conti- were you, you were there. I was there. So it was a full conference, right? Like tons of people. No. No. Nobody <laughs> went. <laughs> when I walked that, in. He's learning the important lesson that Mo Levin learned years ago. <laughs> 2014 was a great year because Bitcoin was like pump pumping Dude, like Mo, you wouldn't believe. Mo, Mo, Mo's timing, like luck, was It was um, just, he, he like fucking hit it out of the park. And then the next year, Bitcoin was sinking. Yeah. And it was like, like sinking faster than the German Coast Guard. And he fucking had nobody. Nobody. What did you? <laughs> the German Coast Have you ever seen that commercial? There was a, years ago. There was a commercial watching <laughs> the Super Bowl with this guy. He's, uh, he's sitting at. He's like sitting in in this room, uh, mm-hmm. monitoring ship signals, and you hear this British ship going, "I'm sinking! I'm sinking! SOS! I'm sinking!" And then the uh, the, the German Coast Guard guys hit hits a button. He goes, "Hello, <laughs> uh, this is the German Coast Guard." What are you thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> and it's a, it's a commercial for Berlitz to learn English or German, <gasps> I suppose. So, oh, what are you thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, but yeah, that, that's <laughs> oh my God, th- yeah. That, that conference I heard was a debacle. Did they like how, who spoke? What were, what were the well, talks about? G- so Jimmy spoke there. He was on a panel to an empty room. And to, uh, there were some other people that were there. Von Taze was Von, he there. Von Taze was Von there. Um, There's some other people. There, were, I mean, there's a lot of like. It, it was a blockchain conference. What's so funny like, to me is I've never heard of anybody at these things anymore. Yeah. Ever. Like I look at the list, I'm like, who the fuck? Yeah. Well, I think uh, it, I didn't really. I listened to a few of the talks, but I didn't really listen to many. Um, I, I tried to see like who was there. There were some devs there. I talked to some Ethereum people. Um, and uh, I met um, Marco, who is uh, who's uh, one of the Decred devs. So there are a few devs there, um, but there were a lot of like, 
there, like consensus was representing that there was some art and, and stuff there. There were there were some cool people there, like cool stuff. But it was D- very D- much Decred like a blockchain. Built, it's conference. the blockchain that was built by the guys who did BTCD, BTC which is the Go right. client for Bitcoin. Yeah. Well, it was. I mean, is it still under maintenance? Are they maintaining it? Yeah. No, okay. it's it's it, they're maintaining it. Um. So one thing about L and D. So like, I mean, I remember years ago. I, I mean, I think this. I think Counterparty yeah. was running on BTCD, wasn't it? Or is it? <sighs> no. Or is it not? Counterparty isn't running on BTCD. It's running on a a patched version of Bitcoin. D. All right. But there is some connection there because, like, I remember Krellinju talking about like the BTCD <laughs> thing. Like, you after. can say that because you're. Well, I'm, I'm your nose is big. It's, it's 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 large and misshapen. It's huge. <laughs> it's your worst feature. To, you have a lot get, of good features, did, but that one's your biggest I, and worst. I, I did get glasses recently, and that was kind of a thing. Because someone like, told me recently, they're like, Sean's really ugly, but like he's got a nice body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I said I would tell you that, and then yeah. he said to me, "Don't tell him that." <laughs> <laughs> and then he told. Then he he told me that you you told you told is that what happened? Or something, you, something you like know that this? Uh, yeah. So I know like, about that. Yeah. So you said that. Yeah. Or he said that. Well, that guy that that person is very attractive. So you know who it is. So I t- I said he we should take his face and my yeah. body and and we'd be like, you look like Samson. Yeah. <laughs> Samson. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, like, there's 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 uh the the conference. And uh, BTCD. Yeah. BTCD is utilized. Uh, Who it, uses it? Like where, when, LND why? is using it a LND lot. does. So, so the Lightning Go client. Is that, okay, so, so. So I can break this down for you if you want it. Um, I'd love to be. If you like down. it. Yeah, I would like it. So you know how there's various Lightning implementations? Didn't know that. Okay. No, I did know that, yeah. But I just, I've taken okay. the. So let's talk about the two main ones. Yeah. Blockstream has a C Lightning implementation. Right. Which, which is what Bitcoin's written in. Right, Bitcoin's written C? in C plus plus. C plus plus. C Lightning is um <laughs> is is spearheaded by like Rusty Russell and Christian Decker. Okay, there's the Lightning. Well, it's because La- it's Blockstream, right? They right. work for Blockstream. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. There's the Lightning uh, Labs, which is like Elizabeth Stark and uh, Roast Beef. Yeah. O- Olahu, I can't pronounce or, the last. Or, or, yeah. But he goes by Roast Beef. Yeah. And they are building. And, and the other guy, the one who wrote the Lightning paper, right? Dryja. Dreija. Um isn't he with so her? not with her, but like Dreija's actually her. working on a different Go client. He is. At Did MIT. he leave? I thought he was working with Stark. Not as far as God, I I'm so stupid. Thaddeus is at um he's at so he's at he's at MIT working on another Go client. Now the thing is that L and D can work with Bitcoin D and or BTCD. Oh, very nice. But okay. I th- so why do they choose as far as B- I why do they choose B- BTCD? Um, because Just it's, it's Go, and it's, I, th- I think it's because it's written in Go. Go is like goes um goes in a newer language than C. Yeah, it was developed by Google, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, a little it's, bit about Go. It's good for some of the stuff, and it's also like it's what makes it good. It's simpler and easier to kind of like grok. I don't know why I'm asking you. You're I'm an, I'm a moron. Program. Um, but it, but it is it is kind of like a simpler. Um, it's kind of easier to get 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 into that code base than than like. Uh, Bitcoin D. So, like, if I was gonna like, let's say I wanted to learn about like how the consensus code is written, I would probably look at the BTC D version, really, because the code is gonna be easier to kind of figure oh, out. Oh, that makes like, easier to parse and see. Yeah, make, that, that, makes, that makes perfect sense because okay. it's more like English. Well, it's just it, it's a newer language yeah. that kind of like simplifies some things. So interesting. And there's, still, and there's, and there's a lot of, fast. And there's a lot of debates about like Go versus like a language like Rust and some of this other stuff. You like Rust. You've been looking at Rust lately too. Yeah. Well, learning Rust a little bit, like just reading kind of like some of the, the basic stuff um, kind of helps with like some of that comp sci right. 
like those memory management concepts and shit. So, so were there a lot of like Ethereum people at this yeah. conference? There, so there what's going several. on? Because like honestly, you know what's funny about Ethereum mm-hmm. is the fervor seems to have died. I'm no longer debating every single person about it. It seems like it's kind of not on its way out, but like mm-hmm. I don't know, less exciting to people <sighs> now that EOS is here. Right. <laughs> well. <laughs> I was having conversations with a few guys that were part of some project called Enigma. I didn't really ask them what it does, but they were on Ethereum. I bet nothing interesting. I bet honestly. so too. But I was like, they, I have yet to see an Ethereum project that's interesting. They, to be they told so. me that at the end of the day, they're blockchain agnostic, which I think is a funny term because I think well, we heard that years ago, right? Yeah. But like, I my 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 predictions after talking to these people more and more is that they're going to be very open to like finding like. A different blockchain to go to because if, if ethereum is having these technical scaling issues then these projects are going to be like well for us to keep going we're, we're just going to move to like eos have you ever seen dap radar dap radar yeah no i don't it's know. one of my favorite sites now okay so what dap radar is is it monitors all of the like icos and you know stuff that's going on on ethereum okay and, and shows you how many how many users uh per however they measure that are actually using the dap okay so uh, the biggest the biggest Ethereum project has twenty three hundred users. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. It's, I'm surprised it's like it's it's, it's well that the next much the next biggest uh, well like that's IDEX. So the next biggest is Fork Delta with eleven hundred fifty users per day. Ooh, that's. Then the third okay. biggest is Crypto Kitties with four hundred and fifty users per day. <laughs> Followed right by Crypto Girl with 400 users per day, which is followed by Bancor, which is 370 users per day. So you're talking about a an entire blockchain uh, that is running, <laughs> that is being mined, and whose transactions are transacting, and uh, only two of the projects have over a thousand users. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. And absolutely stupid. Oh yeah. So anyhow. Uh, I don't. I I, I think that the, the the Ethereum fervor seems to be sort of like waning at the moment. It doesn't mean it's always going to be that way. Uh, I thought that of like BitShares, and then it pumped too. So, well, eh. I think um, I don't know if Ethereum is ever going to die. I think it's. I think it might be a very, very, very slow death over a long period of time. I'm wondering how long I it's going to take. It's. It's. I mean, you you wrote that whole blog post last year about like where ethereum is probably going and it 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 seems that it's having these issues these projects aren't necessarily going to like oh there's a better more complete list dice to win right now apparently is 11,000 idex has 17,000 total i I don't know what i don't know what is idex i don't fucking know it's got to be a a decentralized exchange (laughs) i guarantee uh they have like a few yeah it's it's an exchange they have a few things here one of them claims that it's got 17,000 people per 24 hours. Oh, that's transactions. Move on. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. Um, I, I I also, was, my I, first numbers were right. I also talked to somebody who was very into both Bitcoin and Ethereum, and he said he, his, he was trying to argue or he was trying to articulate that the social, like, the philosophy behind, like, Bitcoin is the same as Ethereum. He's just wrong. And I'm like, we, we've been here since the beginning. Well, we, I we talked know about the DAO. I was like, I was like, well, then how do you justify? Like, he was like, well, because I asked him about the DAO, and he was like, well, that hard fork was by the community, and like that was in consent. Like, they, that's what the community wanted. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not 
Like I we, we I went I broke the, we talked about that and I was like that's not like you have the original chain in Ethereum Classic right. continuing on. Yeah. How could you, you possibly have measured that? Right. Like how do you know that that is a, what, what 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 happened? That's a very different scenario. That is that is that is the like the main Ethereum quote unquote going with Vitalik and company to fork and, 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 and claw back those funds. I don't know why we call that's, it Ethereum. It should be just Vitalik coin. It should frankly. be Vitalik coin. But I'm like I'm like that's not that's not the same philosophy. Like and I don't like to use the word philosophy here, but I don't know what else to call it. That that's not immutability. Like that's no. not that's not the thing that we consider interesting about like Bitcoin and the important thing about Bitcoin. Like we're I mean well, seizing funds of like a bear asset's very strange. Like it's it's a weird community police action that occurred. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is that the other chain, you know, mm-hmm. didn't abide by it. So I don't know. Like it, it's clearly different as a philosophy compared to Bitcoin. I don't think that they're comparable. I think that uh, the fact that Ethereum has a founder who everyone still looks to is astounding. And with Bitcoin, we elect a different Satoshi every few years. We do that for fun. Yeah. It's different. It's a different <laughs> thing entirely. Yeah. Speaking of, did you see the Craig Wright claim this week? Oh, it was one yeah. of my favorite. That was favorite. That was <laughs> This is my that favorite Craig really Wright moment, funny. actually. I think this is the first time that I've ever, it's like def- he's definitively 100% just discredited himself. Yeah. Utterly. Well, maybe 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 he intentionally maybe he intentionally did this as part ah, of his. Ah, yeah, it's a is ruse. He, is he playing like a? Is he trying it's to long game? He's trying to play like a Trump playing, g- move. Yeah, he's playing three D chess. That's with, what's going with Bitcoin. on. He's actually playing checkers. He's playing checkers. Yeah, three <laughs> yeah, D <3D, laughs> checkers. What an amazing chess game! <laughs> you know, he's playing checkers. <laughs> Telling you, I mean, you know, they, so so what did he say? Well, this, he, this, is, this is one of the funnier things he I've tweeted ever heard. out about the counterparty burn address, which I love. Um, I don't love the burn address. I love this. Tweet a set of tweets like why why this this is this isn't uh, like he was trying to say that uh, this wasn't can we read the unspendable. tweets where, like where where do we got them oh I where have we a, got them I have them in here okay we if he hasn't blocked you we can we can read them he may have um, he said the he the address the one counterparty xxxs and then check some so notice it's not one counterparty xxxs or one counterparty this is a burn address finding a vanity address is not the same as finding any pattern. Yes, that's and then he true. continues with some stuff. The lie, um, the lie. Like it's kind of like I, I'm having trouble figuring out like where his like chain of thought is going back and forth here. But it's clear that he like. So, so, so here from the beginning, he says one counterparty x x x x x blah 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 u w l p v r. So notice it is not one counterparty x x x x continued. Right. Or one counterparty. This is a burn address. Uh, finding a vanity address is not the same as finding any pattern. Okay, that's that's fine, Craig. Um, so he says this: uh, the lie. One counterparty. Uh, oh, this is a burn address. One counterparty. A A A infinity. One counterparty. B B B infinity. One counter C C C infinity. There are literally more ways to do this than there are ways not to. So on these, trust me, is not a recoverable thing. Why one counterparty? X X X X X. Da da da. Uh, with the, the checksum, if it is a real address with no private key, just choose one counterparty zero 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 infinity or one counterparty x counterparty x zero 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 zero. Not a burn. There are more than ten to the two hundred one counterparty addresses. So why the obscure one? <laughs> that is an immediate red flag. Sorry, these are all able to be redeemed, not burn addresses. The checksum do- and, and then. Uh, well, and, and then he suddenly recovers well, because he tries to recover from that. Because people have seen this at this out, point. 
Well, I'm sure everyone has seen this, and they know why. Like, well, so I don't see anything between his... there and here. But well, there's it's, a few. Oh, here we go. It's just a checksum. It's yeah. someone writes. It's just a checksum. It's still impossible to generate such an address as private key. So here's the thing. Craig Wright didn't know that at the end of every Bitcoin address is a checksum. Right. That way, that if you were if you were what you wanted to get in on the burn, you if could there actually were any questions as to his satoshiness. Yeah. Like his legitimate Satoshiness, this should be it. Right. Satoshi literally put the checksum in there to. Pr- if you've ever wondered, like if you're a new, if you're a noob, if you're new to this, and you're wondering why it is that you can't just type in any Bitcoin address and like you're, if you're afraid to lose your coins, and and your client like won't let you send it there. The reason is because Bitcoin addresses have a checksum. Mm-hmm. What it does is it validates that the address exists. It's it's actually something I think they took from credit cards. A lot of credit cards sort of have a checksum at the end. Mm-hmm. So it validates that the address is a real possible Bitcoin address. So the last few digits, what is it, five or six digits, are a checksum. The last four bytes. Last four bytes. Mm-hmm. So you, if you don't know this, you ain't Satoshi. Yeah. Which is funny. Because, <laughs> you know, like, I, I feel like that could have been one of the simple questions that Gavin had asked him when he was, like, sitting at that table with him. Like, hey, Craig, uh, why... When did you get this idea for adding the checksum to the end of uh, dresses? Yeah. And Craig will be like, oh, what's that? What's that? Because like, he clearly doesn't know what it is. So he tries to recover. And what does he say? He says the checksum at the end. The checksum does not matter. The truth is a burn address is op underscore false in a transaction. Otherwise, it is trust me. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to like, he's trying to, it seems like he's trying to recover and say like, oh, well, that's not. Like, there's no way to know if, like, like, like. What do you think they have? Like, some kind of supercomputer that mined these counterparty? Because right. if, if they were able to find the uh, the address for mm-hmm. one counterparty XXXXXXX, blah blah blah, ain't nobody safe. Right. That would completely right. You, it's 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 the ain't same probability of, of 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 finding any being able to like find any like private key. Right. So like. That's why it's 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 used that way because like that's not so like I guess like he was originally like thinking that like oh maybe someone just spun up like did a whole vanity address thing and came to that but like he doesn't understand that like that's that you can't that one counterparty is just it's made created because right. you're never going to find the private key for that no one found and if that he private does, key then there's no entropy in that in, in that public key right like I I don't know if this is true but it, like someone probably has done the math but like I feel like. The less entropic a public key, the more likely you you don't have a private key for it. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Is that I, I don't. I, I that don't, feels true. It feels true. It feels true. It's it's. There's probably something there, but like, it's it's so. It feels it's, like a deep truth of the universe. It's such a like, like there's just there's just no way that that is like he, he just he just tanked his. Like he did cr- something. And, and, like, and, people, I, I, and, people, and people respond. I like, am how, going to be. Counterparty people loved it. Someone's got to. Someone's I mean, got to like <laughs> grab this because, like, I think honestly, this is the this is the moment where Craig Wright. Like, here's the thing: we elect a Satoshi until it's unbearable for them to be Satoshi anymore. It was Dorian Nakamoto at first. Now it's Craig Wright. Uh, I think this is the moment where he. It's time to start looking yeah. for a new Satoshi. So this is so this is the end of this is the, this end, is the of end of Nakamoto yeah. Dundee. I think that it's time to <laughs> impeach him or indict him or something. I don't know what you do to. I mean, like uh, counterparty or uh, uh, Dorian left gracefully. Yeah. I don't know that Craig will leave as gracefully, uh, but uh, this is this should be the end. <laughs> should be. <laughs> well, so yeah. <laughs> I want to know what Roger Veer thinks because uh, to me, if you don't see how stupid that is, yeah. you are just 
living in a delusion because that's that's crazy. And there's people that still follow this guy. Like I, I don't I don't know. Following anyone is is a good indication that you're retarded in the first place. But like, but even that, guys that like, is. but guys like Ver and uh, it, it, oh, and just recently, what's his face tweeted out. Uh, Craig Wright is Satoshi. I don't know if he was like Ryan X troll. Charles. Was that was he serious? I think he's serious. You think he's serious? Oh God, yeah. Because Ryan I, I, Ryan has always been the worst person with the worst judgment. He's like he's Bruce <laughs> Fenton before Bruce Fenton. <laughs> he's, I'm just saying, like like Bruce Bruce like really took on the mantle of the guy with the. Here's the thing with with Bruce. I like Bruce. At least he tries. But uh-huh. Ryan is just really, I, really dumb. Like just. <laughs> Un, unabashedly so too. Oh my god! That, yeah. Um, well, it's also funny because like Bitcoin Cash is going through like this like like this fragmentation. Has Has Ryan ever done anything? Because like I remember a lot of announcements. Like he was going to make a Reddit, Reddit blockchain. Well, thing. it's yours.org. Does it actually work? I have no idea. It's a good URL. It. Yeah, yours.org. That that's that's been his like one and only project, right? Because I, I remember like him it. when and he it first looks just like a website. I don't. He, is this, this on a blockchain or is it just on his website? I have no idea. It's got to be on his website. Because I kind of remember him. He, I remember hearing about him when I first got in. What was he? Did he work at like Coin? Did he work at some Reddit? Oh, he was at Reddit and was a Bitcoiner at Reddit. He was the then, Bitcoiner they hired. Oh, yeah. He was like the Mike Hearn of Reddit. He was the Mike Hearn of Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Except that it, he did the reverse. Right. Instead of going from Google to Bitcoin, he went from Bitcoin to Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> like, they really, they hired a gem there. That's the thing. I think it was under the Helen Powell regime. Maybe right before it. Is he still, wait, did he, he leave then? He, oh, yeah. Okay, you're right. They, he left, they, yeah. It was like was two there. months later. Right? Oh, yeah. It was quick. It was a quick-lived. Quick-lived. It was like, and, and they were like, I guess this ain't for us. And I'm like, well, yeah, you hired Ryan. Like, of course. <laughs> like, what did you think? What, what did you think? This was going to be like a successful, like, you know. A successful stint? Okay. No. Yeah. No, f- no friends. <laughs> no. Um, I wonder if that dude can compose a transaction. You know, Ryan, if you're listening, and I know you're not, you should take Jimmy's course. Yeah. <laughs> You should learn how Bitcoin I, works. I think you need to learn how it works. <laughs> because Jimmy will teach you how to create a transaction. So. Yeah, I think I think like you'll at least get the basics down. You'll be able to like maybe uh, maybe do anything yeah. that's like useful. It'll be great. Um, so you went to the carnivore dinner that night, and and, and also what, like that you week, just yeah. ate a bunch of meat. Did you? What'd you do? Uh, was Julia Taransky there? I heard. I didn't see her. I heard there. she was there. Oh, I didn't see her. I don't think. Um, I met uh, I met I met like a, a bunch of Bitcoiners in Chicago. Yeah. it was fun. Um, nice. You went, you went and you met Athena, the Athena people. Met the Athena people. Yeah. That was great. They're great. I, I like their, I like the Athena. Yeah. I like the Athena team a lot. Yeah, they're um they're they're really nice. I liked everybody I met there. Uh I met uh you know some of the guys and then um Claire's like they they have, they have like a trade um what's it they have a what's it called? The co-working space. They co-working. Do. I was there. I was there when they launched the uh what I think they, the trading floor or whatever they call it. But yeah. yeah. There's a lot of like hilarious people working there. Yeah. Doing like hedge funds. Yeah, there are these there are these guys. <laughs> I like these guys, and I think they're actually like um, I think they're moving to Miami or something. They they had to be like fifteen. Yeah, they they, they look so young, and they were like, yeah, we're 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 managing this uh, this hedge fund, and uh, we basically are just like online all day, like 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 they're just they're they're professional Bitcoiners, like they're 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 trading shit coins, but like they have a, they had a Pepe in their office, and uh, they're they're doing like. Hedge fund things or something. I, I, I love that. Like I like I like the world in which like children are running hedge funds. Yeah, that's that's that, the world I want to be a part. That's of. <laughs> that's the world we all dreamed about. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's fucking hilarious. But it was it was good. It was great. It was funny. And those guys, the, dinner, the, dinner the art fun. on the walls, everything about that place. They did a really good job with it. Yeah. Um, did you get to wear one of the jackets? They have those like trading jackets. I didn't wear a jacket. I got a hat. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. They got so one of those. I got I got a hat. Um, what else? Uh, Chicago good though. You liked it. Chicago is that's, that's awesome. Good. I like. I like that's Chicago. Nice it's a city. city. It's a very nice city. Yeah. Um, you can walk around with it as yeah. long as you don't go into certain areas. You won't get shot. Yeah. <laughs> it does have a gun problem. <laughs> It has a well. Oh, it has one, it has the one, a the one the a gang other, problem. I don't know if we want to talk about this that much, but the other group of people I met are these weird like crypto influencers. Okay, who are people that are they're, they're not quote unquote yeah. known on Twitter right. and YouTube. Uh, yeah, they just got here like in November. I'm here. They made just enough money and talked about like what shit coins to trade to build up like an audience. Yes, and it was a. Well, w- it, I felt like I was at a social media. You know event. as well as really I do bizarre. that the, the, the last like thing. eight months were the time to build an audience. We didn't do that. Yeah. So that's we didn't do that for a reason. Yeah. Um, no, because but like, this was because the, we hate people. Yeah. And and if you came onto Twitter at that time or you started doing stuff, you built an audience. By I don't know what the fuck. Like you just said, like Bitcoin, and everyone like flocked to you. Yeah. So like, I, what is Tone Bay's at seventy thousand subscribers? I don't know, but these it's so obscene. It's fucking hilarious. But to me. But, the, but these people would like talk about like I don't know. I'm still waiting Neo for people to stumble on this show. I don't think that it's going to happen because we're one star. Uh, but like at some point, if we pump again, maybe we'll get an audience. Yeah. Maybe. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There we go. <laughs> God, well, I, I pray every we need, day that we, need, we don't. We, we, we need to talk more about about shit coins. We we need to. Uh, we oh, we need, should. We could do a shit we need coin to talk podcast. about Pam and Pam's investment strategy. That's true. We did that more. a lot at the beginning, but now that the like ICO fervor seems to just be gone, it made me it made me lazier as a hedge fund manager. It's fucking donezo. And, Dude, it's uh, amazing. Have you seen the, the the price of these things? Dude, every time I get a call from like gone. these are all fucking scams. I feel like yeah. Um. All day long. All day long. I get fucking calls from like Hilton Hotels or like <laughs> the other day I got a call from Wells Fargo Bank. It goes, thank you for calling. Or uh, This is Wells Fargo Bank. There's been uh, fraud on your account. We're transferring you to our online s- or to our phone system. Hello. Thank you for calling the Wells Fargo Bank phone system. Please give us your account number. And I was, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Dude, these, these fishing attempts are amazing. I'm getting them all day long. Huh. Fishing attempts, cruises, everything, all day long. All day. Every day. And I get just, like two to three calls. They're just trying to get your info. They're like, you want a free thing? I guess. That's I'm just amazed by, like, I don't know what happened, but like in the last two years, every like everything that has ever happened that caused people to stop calling uh, these do not call lists and whatnot, it's back. There's every day I'm getting two, three, four calls, just fucking scam calls. Huh. It's amazing. That's you're crazy. Not? I haven't not no. Oh, well, you're lucky. I don't. Anyhow, go on. I also I also <laughs> like if I don't know the number, I don't I don't answer. That's it. what I generally do. But like they're all calling from like my zip code, and I, I, it tricks me. They keep tricking the, me. They do these things where they call you from a number that looks like your number. Yeah, they fucking to like trick me every time. Yeah, those bastards. And now I know if it's coming from my district, I'm like I don't know anybody here. Yeah. So it's definitely yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> like I'm smart now. I get it. You know. Yeah. So I knew that would be. I knew that would be a, a yeah. scam. But I'm glad that Hilton Rewards uh, gave me a prize. Yeah. You know. Oh, that's the yeah. yeah. Obviously them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never stayed at a Hilton once in my life. By the way, not even once. I don't know where they would have got my number. Yeah. Well, Probably you, from the dark web. 
Probably. It's like Paris is like finding leads. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're they're you know they're, we 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 know how uh we know how, we know how that works. those things are on, yeah. on you know on the dark web. Anyhow, yeah. So uh, where were we? I don't know. We're, where were oh, we? We're talking about the the YouTube people. Oh, that's right. But like the 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 weird like they've just got here and they're talking about shitcoin people. But that's it. I don't know. It was weird. It was just weird because, like, you know how, like, you've talked about how, like, these, like, there's pumps and then, like, all of these new people come in. And then there's dumps. And then you start seeing, like, who's coming in and they're, like, really new. And, like, I'm, I'm like, what are they, like, why, why are you here? And, like, what do you think about this stuff? And I'm like, oh, you don't know anything. What amazes me is watching these conferences where I'm, like, watching a person I've never seen before. And I'm like, well, I wonder where they came from. So you sit down and you listen to them and they are dumb as rocks. You're like, you're like, you, how... How can you stand on that stage mm-hmm. and pretend to know anything? It's so embarrassing. Yeah. I would have thought. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. They also... Um, we should get you on stage. Oh, there we go. I think you should do all presentations shirtless, and like you should get on these panels oh, yeah. where like, you know, these people are uh, you know, doing, just saying the stupidest stuff. Yeah. You know, and then, and then like you get up there, and you'll just say, you'll say very... You'll say dumb things, but dumb in the right way. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that. That'll yeah. be fine. You should do it while hitting on like girls in the audience. Oh yeah. Just like just be <laughs> just like be just embrace it. Like they're gonna call you a crypto bro. You know how pe- people are like trying to like crack down on catcalling as if it's like a really I've never understood thing. that. I, I, I don't know anything about it. I want to catcall women for a while I'm up on stage. Yeah. I love that like people wanted to be complimented. That's just like, hey, hey, you yeah. looking good. <laughs> like isn't that like th- don't why don't you just say thank you? Yeah. Just say thank you. Yeah. Just be like, oh, thanks. Thank you. Yeah. It was like he's he's doing it from across the street. He, he presents no threat. Yeah. I get I get why like I, I I just don't understand that like yeah the cat calling I'm like what they're telling you you're pretty yeah I right. never I never understood it I never got it, it, it I'm not a woman I don't of, understand of you are attractive you know right um, I don't know that there's a difference between it and hitting you on it, hitting on you in a bar except that one of them is more effective like cat calling is not effective who's Who's that ever worked for? Yeah. That this is like, like, it works for me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do all the That's time. That's what my community Every, likes. Well, like, when you like, when you like try to cat call to the car next to you, it was like a girl. And like, there's a, I've met a lot, I know a lot of guys in Florida that would do I that. I've got a kick out of like, that's the, 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 that's the showing how fast your car is. Like speeding like they, away. They have to speed away. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Why, like you're getting far away from her. Yeah. <laughs> Never understood. I was like, okay. Yeah. Beat you to the next. <laughs> Town, I got like, from like, you. Uh, it's I'm like, faster. ah, see, yeah. you impressed? You want some of this? Yeah, come chase it. I'm too fast for you. See, <laughs> like, okay, th- th- there's no way that's effective. Yeah, always um, blew. That always blew my mind. Yeah, but yeah, these 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 new YouTubers, like oh, the Trayvon, what's his name? Like the thing is, as it's, these, it's, yeah, it, it's like those guys. Like as Trayvon these, as these fucking yeah. scams came up, these guys would get up there and be like, "I make so much money on them," and like people would follow them on YouTube. And every day they'd give you the crypto update and be like, these guys just got here and they're chartalists. You say, Mm. you you say that you're like, you know, you believe in like the tone vase chart shit. Like everyone follows you. Mm. It's amazing. Yeah. They all, they all want to like see the price predictions and see like what the charts say about what the price is going to be. I don't understand how people can accept that. That, that stuff is so mundane and dumb and I just, I cannot fathom. 
in my wildest well, imagination. They're, they're they're all they're all charting their predictions, and if they have any, if they by chance get anything correct, people start following them more and more. So it's like I don't think that that even matters if you get anything correct. Well, it doesn't seem that way because like also when Bitcoin's going up, when it's pumping, it's easy to get it right. Just be like, it's going to go up more. It's going to go up. Yeah, it's going to keep going up, and then it eventually goes down. You're like, I was right all forty days before this. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They have all. I told you it was going up. It went up, and now I I got one one day wrong. But like that's you know one for forty. I'm just like I'm looking at that. I'm like, you know what? what The problem with Bitcoin is that is that people doing these charts Mm -hmm. like they're right incidentally often because Bitcoin's been a wildly volatile asset that keeps just going up. Mm-hmm. So, like, they look like geniuses. They didn't call it. They didn't call it. They, it's just completely random. Yeah. It's hilarious. And then these price floors, they predict, like, 18 of them, and they get one right. Like, see, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> that's that. Yeah, that's exactly how they, how oh they do God. it. They have, like, Bart descending Bart patterns and, and my triangle. This is, yeah. <laughs> this is the Asian camel. Yeah. <laughs> Asian camel formation. This is just, it's, 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 it's got to go, go up and then down and Mar- then up and then down. It's like a drama day. <laughs> and then it goes up the neck and it spits out the mouth. It's just amazing to me. It's like it's the, the, the amount of people that listen to this bullshit or they like you see it where they'll like take a small part of the chart and they'll compare it to a bigger part of the chart. Right. Like that's how random walks work, guys. Well, they You're going to find similar the, pattern's all throughout the random walk. They define the candle movement by hourly, like 4 hour, like 6 hour, 3 days. Like, oh, where's the candles going? And then like they number them and then they like they like look at the numbers and go, "Oh, well, see, it's going in this pattern." It's like all these like weird fucking like, Bollinger bands. It's such a funny Bollinger. <laughs> like I mean, like, dude, these are these are just they're there's no evidence that they work, and why would they work? This uh, like momentum in trading, I think, presents a real problem for some of the EMH stuff, right? Because there actually is some evidence that like momentum itself is a factor in actually beating some of uh, some of the like the, the market returns of people that are investing in indexes. No one knows why. But and, and the can presumption, you find like the like. A little bit more about like momentum, like sort of like the the, the movement. So if it's going up, it's going to kind of continue to go up. If it's going down, it's you know. So, so be, being able to like capture like capturing the momentum, like okay. it seems to have some indication that like that that those present those those give you better returns uh, over time than simply diversifying. Okay. So so nobody knows why. So the presumption is per EMH theory that there, that because there's some unknown risk in the, in momentum in measuring that. We don't know what the risk is, mm. but you have to be compensated for some kind of risk. And the question is whether you're compensated in line with what the risk is or if, you're, if your compensation is out of line with what the risk is. And people generally assume it's out of line. So no one knows what the risk is there. They haven't been able to figure out 100% of the risk, but momentum seems to give you like slightly higher returns. Would it be for that forever? No one knows. Right. So that's, you know, I get it. Like, there is some evidence that momentum works, but that is not what chartalists are looking at, guys. No, they're looking at like... They're looking at previous price history to right. determine future price like history. Bollinger bands by like by like by like seconds, minutes, hours. Days. It's just fucking hilarious and to me. And they're like they're looking at patterns and they're like, when does this pattern match this other pattern? And yeah, like it's very weird. Yeah, it's very funny. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I feel like I have this. I, I continually wonder if these people that do these patterns ever are correct simply because enough, like in a shallow market like Bitcoin, if enough people are just trading on their advice. Mm. I uh I, I joined like the, that whale pool channel on Telegram just to see what like and like I mean it's actually funny for the memes when yeah, the, when the price that. is going up and down like pump it pump it pump it um but like I don't know like I I, I, I wonder if like 
the shallowness of Bitcoin's market is good. But like, if you're just some dude trying to like, uh, credit, it's trade, getting less and less shallow. I, I mean, think like it's I, it's amazingly. I just think if you think that you've been like doing well trading Bitcoin, I think like, I mean, first of all, what you're doing is a dumb idea, and like you don't know, like it's it's tar- targeting is stupid. But I think like they're gonna get like killed at know. some point. I, I, I mean, I feel I, like they have to they have to eat shit yeah, at some point. Yeah. Well, the late, but like lately, within the last few months, these whale pool people seem to like have no idea. Like they're like they. Well, it's they, been they, like they, high, it's not they're, like they're having tro- volatile. Well, but they're they're having like weird issues. But they like they they measure the price by like 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 by like tens of dollars movements, like right. movements like from like sixty nine hundred to like sixty nine fifty or something. Right. And like they can't figure out like I don't know. It's they don't know where it's going. It Duh. seems that way. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously they don't, but they, <laughs> but like even, but they would tell you, oh, they know how to chart this, and like, well, liquidity providers have like a big d- advantage, right? So like Cumberland Miner, like knowing when they were going to dump or buy or whatever, like that's a big advantage in these markets. But you know, just being a dude that's charting, no, you don't know shit. You are you are outmatched by the information, of course, and you always are. But you're you're signific- not always. Some people aren't. Well, sometimes you aren't, and that's yeah, the only time that, that you can you can beat the market when you actually have the information. Of course, but. Like, they don't, but they don't believe that. They think that it's so. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you know the price isn't going to double tomorrow? Because like, well, you don't. And if if you if, if if it did, they would say that they predicted it. Right. Yeah, they would say. That. <laughs> Which I is just like, like the fucking technical analysis stuff needs. Like, I wish I wish that it was dead. It's not. It's always. It seems like it's always a, a recurring thing. What like, I fucking hate about tone is that tone like persists in this. I don't know where he started doing it. I don't. Like I, I I do not understand how people get started in TA. Like they literally become wizards. It's fucking astrology, <laughs> dude. I, it's a weird. And I think a lot of people like when they come into Bitcoin, like they go down that trading route and they like they follow that stuff and they they get all into it. Fucking a! It's amazing to me how like how people get sucked in. Yeah. And it's just uh, it's just weird. I, I don't I don't know I I, I don't uh, I, I like don't know how to parse it like. I don't, I don't know. You can't. I, I, I almost, like, almost want to become a chartalist and just, just, like, just, to, just, just to like just do it. Yeah. Like, like put on a mustache and like learn their hello. <laughs> Remember that weird German guy that used to make videos on YouTube? Uh, like, hello, this is this is Bitcoin happiness. He like it was re- like this old guy. I don't know. I don't I, know if I, I remember I think that. he did it as part of the uh, like the mad Bitcoin shit. Like I think it was one of those guys. Oh, it was like okay. German. Tall wore like a Bitcoin like tie. Oh, I feel like if I saw it, I, I might like it might come back. But the price today is four dollars. <laughs> Bitcoin that is pumping. Bitcoin is pumping. <laughs> it's just very fucking funny. How pump would I, I miss I miss old Bitcoin in some ways. I also like new Bitcoin. So you know, it's a death of one. New uh, Bitcoin's great. Life of the other. I think new. I Babe think born bornness. I think it's I think Bitcoin's neonates. It's a great time to be doing Bitcoin. It really is now. a good time. And what's funny to me is is how people come here thinking like the way that the rhetoric has like developed in Bitcoin. What's interesting to me is that it sounds to me like everybody who's here now thinks that Bitcoin has always been around and always will be around and like there was no path to get where we were. Mm. They just kind of Bitcoin is the state of the universe, which tells me on one hand that we've kind of won. But it's hilarious to me considering that we came from somewhere. Mm. It started somewhere. Yeah. Like, I remember when this didn't have to exist. Mm. Not so long ago. Just a couple of years. Right. Just when, a couple of years. When the risk of, like, is this thing going to, 
Like, like I remember in the forums when people were wondering if it was legal to own Bitcoin. Could were you allowed legally to have a wallet? Oh my god. Yeah, those were questions that were asked on Bitcoin Talk. But the, right. Well, I mean, it's mind blowing. It's amazing, but it makes sense too. Like this was such a new thing of of money. Like, am I allowed to have this? Am I going to get in trouble for it? What are the risks? What, what is sending and and doing these things? Like, where 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 does the like there, there were so many unknowns, unknown yeah. unknowns of like how, what was going to happen, and uh, it, it's Bruh. it's like it's like the it's like a lot of that early risk is kind of some of that stuff seems like really inane now, like his questions go. But the truth is that we had no idea what this was, and we had no idea what the government would do. Nothing, and like we could have just been, it could have been stamped out early on when the network was small. It was a tiny network. It was a tiny network. Just a tiny blockchain. Did you read the Francis Coppola criticism of Safedine's book? <laughs> I read part of it. It's one of the best criticisms I've ever read of a book. Ever. Can you? I, I read the first few paragraphs or the first part, and I realized it was a long. It's uh, on CoppolaComment.com, uh, uh -huh. and it's a Bitcoin standard review. It's just so basically what she does is she just goes through the book and talks about the historical inaccuracies where he glosses over anything. Um, it's probably the best book critique I've ever read of a book. She's spot on. I don't think she's wrong about much. There's a few things in there I think that she sort of ideologically she, outs herself. Do, do you, I, 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 did, I, I read one part where I was like, I think she's wrong about and it was Bitcoin related. It wasn't so much about like his ideas with... Right. The history it, she's pretty spot on she's about. She's spot on about. She, she, I think she doesn't fully understand like uh, proof of work in mining. No, she doesn't. She, but I've tried to get her on here. She said she would come on and she just never does. She, right. You saw it this week. I, I commented on her. She, she likes it. She likes all my comments, mm. but she won't come on. Hmm. Despite saying she would. Well, Francis Coppola, get on here. Yeah. And well, I don't mean the movie producer. Oh, there's a movie yeah. producer. Oh. No, you don't know that? Francis. How old are you? I'm 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 a kid. I'm a little. Yeah, it seems that way sometimes. Yeah, but yeah. There, there's, <laughs> this this book this book is is great. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that like other people are. Well, are I saw look you. At it. You. I mean, you were talking to somebody about like the gold standard. Um, there was like a there was an Atlanta. Well, someone listened. Someone listened to our shit last week and was saying like, I can't believe that you'd say the gold standard doesn't. That's not exactly what I said. I mean, maybe it is exactly what I said, but that's not exactly what I meant. The gold standard clearly has existed, but I think that libertarians don't really understand what they're asking for when they say gold standard. They just don't. Mm. And uh, sure, you can peg gold, but I don't think that's actually what libertarians think is a good idea. Right? They're not actually in the belief that we should peg dollars to some sort of quantity of gold. They're not. They think and if they like, are, they're, they're mistaken. I mean, I don't understand how you can trust a state not to print money, but you can't trust them to like break the peg or lie about how much gold is in their vaults. You have this very strange sort of conception when you're talking about gold-backed currency and that you still have to trust the state. Yeah. Well, it's also like the gold standard is not really like, it's really not what people think it is. Or it wasn't. Well, there's what, been so many different so kinds many... of gold standards throughout the history, and that's, that's right. the thing. Like, you have gold standards where you print money in gold. You have gold standards that actually are pegged currency. And you have, you know, the modern standard, which is just paper currency, and it, it works pretty well. Yeah. There's these ideas about Austrian economics and hard money that are floating around, like that are still very around the Bitcoin. I, I, heard, I, mean, I heard a podcast this week where they asked if I was a statist. <laughs> uh, I was pretty happy about that. You know, and they, they, they also worked through it, and they said that they think that if they told me that I was a statist, at least in some degree, that I would agree with them. I thought they, I thought they did a really. You heard that podcast this week, right? Do you know what? I don't actually know the name of the podcast, but they, they, uh, I thought they, they were pretty spot on. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a statist, a little bit. Well. I think a lot by of Bitcoin, by Bitcoin standards, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
I'm not. Uh, there's a the arguments presented for like this hard money concept seem like there's a lot about monetary policy that they don't fully know. Like they don't know a lot of the details. Safety is getting some of the de- uh, the history I just, wrong. I just think that everyone seems to think that money's easy. And then like you know you have these sort of ideological uh, what's what's ideologically possessed. You have ideal, ideological people who who strongly believe that there is this obvious reality, which is that governments screw money up, and that's that's good enough. That's fine. But governments also screwed up the gold standard. You know, mm-hmm. they they've done a pretty decent job with the American currency. It's not really been bad at all. Right, they've done a good job with it. Hate right. to say it. There's countries that have had done a, a there are countries really that are terrible. Bad job. Yeah, um, and we've the done thing a pretty is, good job with our currency. Economics is a, an evolving science. I mean, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's evolving. We get better at it as time goes on. We do better at de-risking mm-hmm. as time goes on, and we learn new things. So I don't think it's fair to say that governments just screw it up. There are governments that have, and occasionally it happens. Argentina is a good example of it this week. Venezuela is a good example of it next week. And uh, and yeah, I mean, it's currency isn't easy. Mm. Whether you have it gold backed or silver backed or not backed at all, yeah, it's hard. It's it, it's such a complex. And I would rather trust a smart guy uh, at the Federal Reserve than most libertarians. Yeah, because I've watched a lot of libertarians put their money in Ponzi's. <laughs> <laughs> but there's this idea that like the inherent, uh, like the inflationary current currency, fiat currency, government's printing right. money. Like the details of who's running what aren't as important as the fundamentals of like how is the money like where does the money come from to begin with, right? And it's like, well, is the alter- like is the proposition here that we all just like use Bitcoin as our currency? We all just hold Bitcoin, and like you have like these weird issues with like price fluctuations, volatility, and maybe, I don't know, in the future, like, is that, like, is there a world where maybe that actually works out? I think Bitcoin out? is dissident money. I think <coughs> I think it's pretty well, clearly what it is. I think that it's for dissidents for the most part. Yeah. I think that, like, an Alex Jones will do very well to accept it. I think that the next thing for someone like him is that his bank accounts will be closed or frozen. I could very well see that being where Bitcoin lives strongly. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think that that's an important function for something. To, to, to exist. And what's beautiful about it is it's not a Panamanian bank account. Like you can access, you can access your, your Bitcoins right now. Mm. I heard a report that Bill Cosby put $5 million in Bitcoin. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I have to no idea if that's true. But I think I it's know. hilarious. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny that it's, it's reported on because like that is definitely a use case for Bitcoin. How would you possibly you know that, that that's you're true, like, but you're it's like, so funny. It's, it's drugs and, honey, and hiding honey, money from, hiding your, from your wives. Yeah. That's what I've always said and it's <laughs> absolutely true. The, the use case is drugs, gambling, and hiding money from men, for men hiding money from their wives. Yeah. And women always get really mad at that. They're like, no. I'm like, yeah, that's literally what it's for. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, because you have to you have to figure out how to get the you got to you got to keep, keep Joe money. You have to you have to you have to dig into that underwear drawer. Got to well yeah that's <laughs> the thing is like most men are probably going to keep it in their sock drawers and their wife their wife knows which is the hilarity. So when it. stuff gets bad, <laughs> she's going to photocopy it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I I find like the, the the what happens when they can extract thoughts from your brain. Hmm. I don't know. Because hmm. like, I feel like that's closer than quantum computing. <laughs> That yeah, like right? Like I feel like I'm like, oh, so that's your out, private like, key. Yeah. Oh God. What do we? What do we? Is, yeah. What do we do in that world? Like, I don't know. Maybe uh, we're fucked. Yeah. Maybe that's a better solution. Like you go around like pointing a little device, like boop. That's a private key. Got it. Yeah. Huh. Got a seed. 
Maybe the, maybe that's like the the, the game ender here. Like yeah, maybe that's so that's what I'm thinking. Like that's how you hack a Bitcoin wallet. Well, the the hardware wallets you you never want to be able to like see the private key, but you need to like figure out how to store. But you that. have your seed. But you have to. Well, maybe maybe you don't back it up. You don't even like present the seed. But then you have the risk of losing the seed. But then you also have the risk of like, well, we know you have a hardware wallet on you. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, what that like, but like. I feel like maybe like even in your memory, if you just have the seed written on paper and you don't even remember it yourself, maybe someone could someone extract, extract that because like right. you know maybe yeah. Ray Kurzweil, put that into your butthole. <laughs> 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 Think about that, Ray. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> As we live forever, and that's and, what I feel like. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. So the like, singularity. Like, I just like the idea. I just like the idea of like, like uh, the singularity is one guy getting all the Bitcoin because right. he can read minds. I just think that like here's here's the thing. I think <laughs> that someone like Hal Finney's got his fr- head frozen. You know, it's on ice. And like, I just feel I just feel strongly that someone's going to develop a computer that can you know extract from his head his his seed, and he's going to be sitting there. Thinking he's going to be revived someday and get his bitcoins back, yeah. all of his Satoshi coins, and he's, he's someone's going to be like, <laughs> got it, and, and then they're just going to take his coins. Yeah, right. That would be that's that to me is a story of the future. Someone write a novel about this. I think this has to be the subject of a, a very good novel. Yeah, Hal Finney's head, <laughs> from which the coins were lifted. You know, that, that'd be that would be very very amazing. That'd be that'd be interesting. Anyhow. Did you see the Cody Wilson press conference? Yes. Holy shit! I think this is to me a defining moment in history. This was a this is a this was this is a big deal. This is a big event. It was one of the funniest press conferences I've ever seen. One of the funniest, and and like my I think I feel like my recap of it is better than the press conference itself. No, not really. But mm-hmm. you, you got to watch this if you haven't seen this thing. It's amazing, amazing. He basically runs a commercial for his company, and he doesn't say this exactly, but he basically sits down at a table, and he looks at all these reporters and says, hey, guys, um, I'm going to run a commercial for the next hour. I have exactly one hour. I'm going to run a commercial. I'm going to tell everybody where to buy printed guns and, or a gun uh, uh, blueprints, and, and you're going to help me do it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to just kind of walk everybody through the process in this room. And the questions are funny. So like, apparently there's a court order this week that he had to stop, stop uh, uploading to his website Blueprints for guns. So that you couldn't go to his website and just download the blueprints. Yeah. That, that was what they... Which prevented. is what he, he used to do. He, he called himself the Napster of, of, of uh, gun, downloadable guns. Downloadable gun blueprints. Mm-hmm. So the court ordered him to stop with the weirdest language I've ever seen. It says the First Amendment, which is the, the right to free speech, has been abridged but not abrogated. Ab- abrogated. 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 Okay. And but so so and it, what like, is it? What are they, what what are they, what is that? What are they trying to do there? Like, well, they're, they're, they're saying to, like, that that they've they're abridging his right to free speech, but that they're not completely like that. that it's like a, sort of necessary. It's like a a specific carving out of it. So it's not abolished, if you will. Abrogation is to like get rid of utterly. So like it's abridged. It's sort of like they've they've cut a slice out of the pie of free speech but they haven't abolished the, the principle altogether is mm. what the, the court sort of admits. But no, uh, that's not okay. I don't think. I don't think that's legal. We'll see what the courts, the, the higher courts say. But what it does say is he can no longer uh, put them on a site for download, but he can transmit them through email, sell them, or otherwise uh, use secure transmissions to get them into people's hands. Like explicitly. But, yeah. Which is funny because it's, it's such a like... So they obeyed the court order yeah. instantly. 
And, and what they did is they, they put them behind a quote-unquote paywall mm. <laughs> <laughs> where you go to his website and you hit a button that says pay and it's a choose-your-own-price sort of paywall. He tells everybody this and then the, the whole room starts asking him questions like, how, how would I buy guns? How would I do this? How would I, like, where would I go? I'm glad you asked. You go to defcad.com and you, uh, you go to whatever gun you're looking for the blueprint of and you, you just you put in a price, mm. you name your price, and, uh, and you can then download, or you can't download, you get an email or we'll send it to you uh, via secure transmission or send you a USB file, whatever we need to do to get it into your hands. We'll make sure it gets into your hands though. Well, how well, like, could I put in a price of zero? Uh, earlier someone did put in a price of zero dollars and we did accept it. So I, I guess you could, yeah, technically, yeah. That's what Radiohead did. Um, I just need to cover my costs. What are your costs? Zero dollars, I, I pay nothing. So I just, this will be a very profitable time in my company's history. <laughs> 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 like, it's amazing. They ran a, an hour-long commercial for him after he told them that's what he was going to do. Right. That was, such a, that was such a great move. It was, it was amazing. I've, it was a genius press conference. It felt a lot like when Chuck Schumer went on, t- on TV and said, hey, we need to stop Bitcoin because right now you can go online and buy drugs. Yeah. And Bitcoin went to 30. Yeah, because everyone, everyone immediately was like, oh, shit, I'm going to buy. I can? Bi- I can do that. Woo! I can do that. <laughs> Yay. How? How, Mr. Schumer? Tell me. Just go on this one website. Yeah. <laughs> this, this just disgusting Silk Road website, and you can just you can just do it there. It's very easy. You use Tor, a Tor browser, and you go to Silk Road. There's a number of websites where you can find the address. Yeah. Very mad. <laughs> Did they have like an FBI agent like walking through the process of this? Like, yes. That was like, that was they like, showed it on, on TV. This is how you do these illegal things. Yeah. This is, this it was is, great. It was absolutely wonderful. And that's what like Cody Wilson, I think, uh, sort of pulled off here. But like it, in this case, it wasn't illegal. Right. He's literally complying with the court order. Letter of the law. And by the way, I think the spirit, which is what's funny. Yeah. Um, I admire that guy a lot, actually. He's very... I like very courageous. Yeah, I you uh, there was a clip of him on Glenn Beck. A few I remember years ago. that. That was uh, yeah. I'm not a big. I don't know much about Glenn Beck. I'm not a big fan of him, but uh, you know Cody's well. He's well spoken. He's uh he he's Cody's read all the right books. That's the thing I like about Cody. Yeah. Um, do you? Because we we we've talked about some of the changes and yeah, like censorship type things yeah. and whatnot lately. What? Like, how do you think his thing's going to play out? Like, I mean, he, he obviously just, like, got a lot of people that are interested in, in, in downloading these plans. Yeah, I have no idea. For, oh, for that was the best part. Like, since this press conference started, we've had 340 we've, downloads. Yeah. <laughs> um, because he... Or, sorry, 340 purchases. Yeah. <laughs> he seems to be fighting for the right things of, like, free speech and whatnot. Well, right? I, you know, here's the thing that really bothers me about the Cody Wilson thing. I think that people think that this is a... That, that there is a Second Amendment right to bear arms issue here. That's going on, but that's but that's but that's, that's not what the issue that, is. The issue is that's a how publishing issue. Right. It's a literal free speech issue, and the media is trying to interpret it as a Second Amendment, and people are thinking it's a Second Amendment thing. And this is an attack to do on the First Amendment through like the rhetoric of the Second Amendment attack, mm. and so that's very weird. Is that like they're actually attacking? They're they're trying to degrade the right to free speech, which is a very difficult right to degrade. Like the court's been very, very, very specific about how they cut slices out of that pie, mm-hmm. right? Do you present an imminent threat, right? But they haven't, like publishing, I'm sorry, you have the anarchist cookbook out there. You're allowed to sell it. Mm. Right. You, you can sell dist- instructions on how to make a bomb. Was that book controversial? Like, was there, 
Highly. Because I kind of want I almost wanted to say, like, this is... Highly this controversial. Is, this is, it was written by, this, like, a 17 or 18-year-old, right. and most of the recipes in it probably don't work. What's going on with Cody is the anarchist cookbook of, like, the digital Do you know what that guy, of? the author, is doing now? What? He... <laughs> he's like uh, the president of, or the principal of, like a, 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 a like some kids' elementary school in like South Africa or something. Mm. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, he, he's he. There's a great like Netflix documentary, at least there was about it, and he sort of he's, he's like deeply regretful of writing the thing. Um, you know, there's especially you know like it was it Eric Harrison to Win Klebold after they shot Columbine. I think they had been obsessed with the book, and like you know a lot of these mass shooting guys had like gotten their hands on the book in the 90s and I think even early 2000s. And so it was, it was viewed as this sort of uh, book that people who were very violent got and I don't know whether it was blamed for radicalizing them or what, but he, he feels deeply sad that he even wrote it, which is really interesting. And it was a very controversial book when it came out. Mm -hmm. hmm. it, was, it was put out by a publisher who actually reminds me of Cody Wilson in some ways. Who really like sort of advocated the right to publish material that was deeply offensive? Huh. Well, it's um, it's interesting to see the parallels between things that are happening now and things that like, like those these types of issues seem to resurface once in a while. Well, are we gonna get like to this like, porn standard? Is is are guns are gun blueprints porn? Like where we, we, we do you need to have them behind the counter in plastic? Is that like what like we need to do? Is that is that how this has to work? Like are you gonna are you gonna like you're gonna have like a gun magazine? It's gonna be a little bit like Playboy or like Hustler and like you have to go you're like I, like ashamedly go to the counter and be like, I'd like guns, this is guns monthly. <laughs> and like the guy looks at you like, Are you eighteen? Yeah. Show me some ID. <laughs> and you show it to him and he's like, okay, okay, you sure you want this? This one's this is the raunchy one. This is one with the AR fifteen in it. Yeah. And you're like, Oh okay, yeah. And you're like you take it, you get the centerfold, you hang them on your wall. Like I think it's I think guns are porn. At it's, this point, it's getting that way. I think it's pornography. It's getting the it's controversial. So bad, about, you can't even put it on porn sites. Well, I feel like you could you you can say something pro gun like locally here in Florida, and people are getting like really upset about it. I've never seen anything like it. That happened really quick. I mean, especially Florida. I know with Parkland, but like it, it's happening across the country, and like there just seems to be like this like very anti. It's so anti gun. It's like yeah. Well, I see what the I Cody Wilson thing. The the sort of intersectional issue of how guns and speech intertwine. Mm -hmm. No, it, they, it is an intertwining issue. Like, this is, a, this is a Second Amendment discussion about the First Amendment, which is really interesting. And I think everyone's got to be very careful here. You're mm -hmm. treading on very thin ice. And I was lo looking at the comments when these, uh, these articles came out, which is gun, uh, defcad owner printing guns or, uh, you know, sending out prints despite court order. No, that, that's not true. He's following the edict of the court order. Right. And, and in the comments, we're like, take him to jail, kill him, you know, stuff like that. It's very scary rhetoric to me at this point. Very. People don't even know what's going on. They're, they're, right. they're too stupid, I feel like. They're too, like, too aligned uh, with the notion that, like, they wouldn't be lied to by a newspaper or something like that. That they are willing to throw a person under the bus for doing what it looks to me, I'm not a lawyer, but it looks to me like exactly what the court asked him to do. Mm. They're, they're really reporting some of these things that happen in a way that they just create the, the, the thing that people think. Yeah. Like they, they influence how people think about these things. Now, what I got to say about Cody is, is he's very interesting. He's an old-time Bitcoiner. Mm -hmm. OG. 
Well, in the press conference, or no, maybe not the press conference, but I, he's 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 mentioned Bitcoin here and there. And yeah. He's. I think they're taking it. Well, I think all, yeah, they are, and I think he's yeah. using the BTC Pay server. Right. And I think he's uh, like Roger Veer has promised some Bitcoin Cash. If you donate your Bitcoin Cash to him, because so like he's matching donations. Because Cody was working on some stuff with Amir Taki back in the he day, was, right? Yeah. yeah, they're friends. Is that? Okay, yeah. yeah, that's the history. There. I don't know if they're working together, but they're, I know they're friends. I remember when, um, like, when Dark Wallet came out. I thought I thought it was it was Amir, and then I thought maybe Cody was like. I thought Cody had something to do with that, but maybe not. And I don't know if that Dark Wallet ever came out. No, it didn't. <laughs> what a surprise! Was it? it Forbes was rated that guy thirty under thirty, and like. Like one of the on their thirty on the thirty <laughs> he list. Went to, well, he went like then he got like go fight ISIS. He or did. Something. He went and fought ISIS. Yeah, yeah. He was um. I think he was at one of the lightning events in Berlin oh, recently. Okay. So he's he's, still he's around. back. Yeah, he's back. He's back. Yeah. I remember when like he thought the FBI was after him for creating dark wallet. Really? Yeah. Is that? It was like yeah. a thing. He was in hiding. I feel like I, I don't know. He just disappeared. Nobody remember like those the, the Reddit messages way back when. Where's Amir Taki? Is he okay? Yeah. Because he did kind of disappear. He yeah. I feel like he had like just him and like Julianne or. Taransky or something had like a communication path open. That was, that's that's. I, I feel like that's true. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But that that was that was my impression of things. Yeah. Like he wasn't really talking to very many people. Hmm. Interesting. Oh. Um, BTC Pay. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Um. So BTC Pay is kind of like this cool tech. Um. That was built by uh, Nicholas Dorier, uh, Rockstar Dev. I mean, there's a bunch of commits, obviously. Um, I think Vortex, it's in C Sharp, and like Nicholas Story is a big .NET right guy, um, but it's the solution to replace BitPay because you it, it's basically custom to BitPay's APIs. So for these businesses that were accepting Bitcoin through BitPay, instead of going through BitPay, you can you don't there's not a lot of technical overhead to switch into BTC Pay server. How does it work? Um, <laughs> No one knows. As far as I know. <laughs> I've really so to be honest, I've only looked at like what it can do. And I haven't like gone into like the, the specific details. Yeah, I, I'm but very I curious because like it seems like it, it like BitPay's big feature is that they, they accept the currency mm -hmm. and then you get dollars. Yeah. Right? So well, BTC paid, I mean it has to it has to get well, money into your account. Let's somehow. say you're running a web store and you want to accept Bitcoin, right? Like you need you, you need to you need to set that up so that you can accept it. So like there's there's a lot of like you want those transactions and you want like the address management like there's a whole lot of management stuff that you want that bitpay would provide if you were going to make payments to to that web store or or, or to whatever you know what i mean like it's not you're not like like you 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 have a lot of factors into just accepting bitcoin right. on that that front end of, of of the customer facing experience um and that's as far as i know it, it's it's just extremely interoperable with like how bitpay's api works so if your dev has built your payment, pay. your yeah, your web store, and it utilizes BitPay or, or however kind of plug works, and play. it's just plug and play. Nice. But um, the thing that BitPay offers is like it, it's a payment. They also do payment. Well, there's a payment processing yeah. thing there. Yeah. So, like so insurance. Like, so like right. So like that's when you when you take a dollar in Bitcoin, you know you're going to get a dollar in your bank account. Was the idea. Right. So I feel like that has to be like not in BTC Pay. Right, because it's just it's just the it's the technical part. It's not the the processor part, as far as I understand. Um, so yeah, I mean, like it's uh, it's a cool it's a cool thing. I'm like like um like talking about like the the teaching of the development and stuff, like right. like songs thing. Uh, I think Nick, I think Vortex and uh, Nicholas Doria are doing uh another like seminar thing, learning how to like program with Bitcoin, and uh, I think it's in C sharp, and I think they're using this as well. Nice. Um. 
But I, it, it just, I, I think, I think like with that and like all the lightning shit going on, you have more devs coming into the space. It's just like a fu- like. Well, I get a kick out of it when people say, "Well, all the good devs are in Ethereum." I'm like, "Where? What? <laughs> Fucking where?" That's bullshit. Where? What the fuck? They're all 15. Dude, you know how you know how you know that's false? I hear I hear the the Ethereum people telling me that one of the reasons that it's so great is because it's so easy to program on. Yeah, and like that is such a like red flag of the quality well, you know, like like rusty russell says that like oh the reason i like c plus plus is because it's so easy to program in well that's a different <laughs> that might be a, like <laughs> i don't know as, as you definitely like, said or, or, no he hasn't said that of but course it, not because oh, it's oh, not easy saying, oh, it's like yeah, that'd yeah. be like yeah you're saying fucking you're absolutely saying if, ridiculous right, right yeah you're saying like oh, all right, yeah, if he did say that right. yeah, yeah no yeah you're yeah. a dick rusty yeah c plus plus easy <laughs> well so, some devs would say that because it's not easy just to like just act like dick. Just yeah, i know a, that but like that's not what's going on i yeah. <laughs> I, I program in c plus plus i program in binary it's the easiest language you if, fucking ass if you don't know binary you're not a real programmer yeah, i've heard that kind of shit like i fucking hate that i hate those people that's it i'm not a real programmer so i, I don't know what you know th- have you heard of this bisque thing it's been creeping up on my radar a little <sighs> bit lately and it really kind of pisses me off because they're claiming it's a decentralized exchange you got it and uh, that was like that was it. Absolutely that. They, I've heard a bunch of people say this not. is decentralized, but like it, it doesn't seem to be at all. This is it, it, it's a it's a, it's a it's a like distributed application that you have on your desktop, right? That does some weird configuration with your bank account and the person you're trying to wherever you're trying to buy Bitcoin or sell Bitcoin, and it like configures to the bank account to make a transaction from one to the other, but you still are reliant on like the banking infrastructure. Right, and I think also you have to KYC yourself, don't you? Well, I think uh, I, I think there's not? an anonymous aspect of like you don't really know like all like if I was um if I was selling Bitcoin through this thing, like I'd I'd hook my bank account up, I would sell it to somebody, and then like a transaction would come through to my bank account, it would be in dollars, and then they have I think they have some verification process right. for it, but it's not. But a decentralized exchange means that like it's decentralized. Like you can't really have a decentralized exchange with fiat. Like that's just you could not really. Go to Tether. Oh yeah, you're kind of right. Although te- I mean Tether again is like dubious, but like yeah, you could have Tether. But you if you have could. if if you have a tokenized if you have tokenized USD, you yeah. could do it. That that yeah. would be the way to do. That would be the, that. Yeah, that's how I would do it. Like, that's, that's how, how you, you would do it. Really. But you're still reliant on like these traditional like you you still have a bank thing there well so with like, tether you have to buy it with bitcoin right so like you'd yeah. have to get into bitcoin buy tether and then buy but bitcoin i think they're claiming it's decentralized because like you can't shut bisc down which might be true but that doesn't mean that the users are going to like like it, it a decentralized exchange means that the, the users transacting are participating in the, i, I, in I, would a care really, like, I don't thing. know that we know what a decentralized exchange a- absolutely looks like but well, I, we don't. I i tend to agree so, but like but it's good it's like we should like this is something to figure out or discuss because like I, I i don't think this is a de- i don't think this is decentralized in the way that like people like would think about decentralized exchanges right. yeah I, I agree with that I, I don't think that this is exactly what people think they're getting so i mean I will say though, I, I do like I do like the innovations that are coming out of these, uh, yeah. these programs. Bisc is a cool piece of technology. I think it's like fifty percent of the way there. Like, what does it look like to have a decentralized exchange? I don't know exactly. I think the counterparty Dex comes pretty close. Yeah. If not, you know what? You know, essentially, is it a decentralized exchange. It's, it's it's the nail on the head. Yeah. Yeah, except I think the, I think there are probably problems with the federated, like the federated structure of counterparty, um, just just because like, it's not a huge network of nodes. So, you know, like, unless you have, like, a huge incentive to run nodes, like, it's, the counterparty is a little bit, prog- I, I do think 
that uh, counterparty's use is probably going to end up being uh, like private installations. Yeah, yeah. We we kind of we kind of touched on that a bit. Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting though because like you could just like have your own counterparty instance and and like it's, if it's you like WordPress, but those, for like yeah. financial transactions. Like if you have a if you ever need a need for financial transactions, you can mm-hmm. basically do that. Offload all of the structure to the blockchain, which everyone hates, and then uh, even have like a decentralized like exchange there. Mm. Right. I Which mean, I think it's cool. Yeah, I, I, it, all this stuff coming out is cool. Like these, I thinking about these things more. Um, you know, it, Tether's kind of been this thing for some time, but like since last year, you're seeing more like stable coin. I, I don't like that term, but like popping up, <laughs> people wanting to do dollars. These pegged on. coins. Yeah. I, well, stable coin isn't like really a thing. I don't think we just changed the name from like pegged coin to stable coin. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's um. I mean, you're just taking ex- you're taking like non-Bitcoin assets, traditional assets, securities, dollars. You know, I think Tether like has a, has an application. I think there's an application there for like a tokenized, pegged unit. I do think that they have like a short life though. Like, I don't know how long that life is going to be. Ten years, fifteen years, I don't know. Right. But like, yeah, it seems like it would have a limited application because well, I don't think does, that these are run by does, like super competent like e- economists. Right. Even they get pegs wrong. Yeah. But like, is Tether? Right, because like the value of Tether like exceeding or going below the value, like you know, uh, unpegging itself in the future, right? It's all, it's all dependent on you know this the it's dependent on the people ensuring that peg. Yeah, or, or, I mean, or, I, or I just think like Tether to guarantee that peg. But if if like I don't know, like these things kind of become like more distributed and more exchanges use them and more people have Tether, like more of these like you know organizations like like the can can, can these things like move towards like a where, where like the originators like matter less? I don't know. I don't know. Like, cause like <laughs> you, you 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 throw these tokens out into a lot in the wild and like, um, I, I don't know. Like, like if the tether organization can't like they they lose that peg, but then like some Chinese exchange is like, oh, we'll 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 we'll, we'll accept tether in exchange for like a payout. Right. Like, it, just because of the name, like maybe they maybe they think that like having like the tether name is like people are ha- people own tether and people have right. it. Like, I don't know. I mean, I do. I, I, Tether's a weird issue because, like, its its funds are completely centralized. Yeah, right. But like, it's circulating these. Well, people assume that they have the dollars, and they probably do. Maybe they don't. I shouldn't say probably. They may have the dollars. They may not. Doesn't really matter. Like, they're they're trading for about a buck, yeah. which is mind blowing to me that they that they are as stable as they are. I really like. I am I am amazed mm-hmm. at the stability of Tether. Yeah. So it's been it's been good for people. And a lot of people are parking their money in Tether right now as they're waiting for like, you know, Bitcoin to drop to the level they want it to drop to. Mm. Um, who knows if it ever will. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. Um, did you see the uh, th- that eBay added a virtual crypto collectibles category? Yeah. So that, was, that was to me big news. How is that? I have so many rare pepes I gotta sell. Yeah, you gotta yeah. sell you gotta yeah, you gotta so get many. you gotta sell them on eBay. But um they they like just added this category. They had uh, they had a bunch of stuff up there. I saw corn cards on there. People added <laughs> like really cor- funny. I, I think it was uh, I'd have to pull it up, but it was the uh, the the who's the guy? Fuck, I should know this card. There's all these cards now. Billy Mays, like Billy, it was it Billy, was Billy Mays, Mays corn. Card, yeah, yeah, Billy Mays corn or something, but yeah. I feel like maybe I could put up a original rare Pepe for a hundred thousand bucks. There you go. Right. You'd sell, I like, want a hundred thousand dollars for it. Yeah. Not bitcoins. Dollars. With the, that would that would make the news. Yeah, but like. Ebay ha- like it says crypto collectibles like that's like they that's they seem a, to that's know a new like it's very it's very they interesting know. like yeah. you could sell your kitties 
Mm-hmm. I think they know because, like, you know, eBay's eBay's always been in sort of the collectibles market. I, they, I think, they really got their start with Beanie Babies. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, but, that, but that's a big deal. Like that eBay. Huge. Like, I think, I think that to me is like bigger than like a Starbucks accepting. Yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. Like, yeah no. I, to I, me, that that's actually like an like a big use case for blockchain is these like digital cards. Yeah. Blockchain. <laughs> it's, blockchain. Do we do we do we do we refer to these things as blockchain? Because I I just. I, I, I'm, I'm, like, there's. Well, what do you mean? Well, there's terminology of like, like when I, when you show up to like a group of people and you don't know if they're like like Bitcoin maximalists or not. <laughs> like when you talk <laughs> you about test, this technology, like you're like, oh, but blockchain. Did, did you see and the see Economist article? There's an Economist article like today. I got it sent to me. Okay. It said, uh, Bitco- "There's no use for Bitcoin. The jury's still out on blockchain." <laughs> 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 oh God. It was. It's in the print edition. Uh huh. I was just. I was sitting there. Like, oh my god, you guys still haven't figured this out. There is a use for it. Like, if you. I think if you're an economist and you don't think that there's a use for Bitcoin, you are under a table. You. You. You're fucking living just some place dark, mm. dark, deep in the recesses of like humanity. Because there's plenty of uses for it. Bill Cosby found one. Yeah. And like, <laughs> it just. It just seems to me that like if you are really that uninterested in like what is useful about this, then mm. like I, I, there's no help for you. Mm. And this, by the way, coming from the organization, the Economist, that let one coin the Ponzi scheme support their European conference. So mm. just saying, haven't shown the best judgment. Yeah. They're, 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 even the economists are spewing out the fake news. Well, I mean, like, remember a year ago when they, or like two years ago, was it three even, like when they had the Factum article? Oh, the, was that the Honduras one? Yeah. The yeah. Fu- like, even, even, even some companies like Factum are going to be putting uh, deeds on the blockchain. Yeah. I was like, okay, if you say so. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, you know, that Honduras project, which still hasn't happened. <laughs> We're still waiting, guys. Still waiting, <laughs> Mr. Snow. <laughs> I fucking love that. Like that was that 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 to me is one of the my favorite moments in Bitcoin. Just how obvious that was not going to be right. a thing. <laughs> that was that was so funny too because that was one of those like claims of partnership, like those really early ones on. Oh yeah, and, like they just like all of all of the things Factum did. Is like what all of like these projects all of them suit doing. Yeah, they're they're and like they the really set the, the precedent. They, they really so you they make innovated any claim you in want. how to, they innovated how to do nice yeah, how to lie in PR. Right. You can like really like right like you can really say anything you want, and and, and people will believe it. Yeah, and they'll even tout it for you and and pump that shit. Oh yeah, I, like I got on the phone with the <laughs> with the person who wrote the original article about Factum, mm-hmm. and like it, it was so fucking funny. Like she, she the way she like described the whole event. Like they they made sure that the AP put out a story on this that was like extremely you know she re- she really put her like neck on the line and uh, and like she refused to correct it. There was like the the, the Honduras thing was never going to happen. Right. It was very obvious. And she just doubled down on not. I don't know if she doubled down. down she just didn't. She didn't say shit. Like you yeah. know, it, it took what CoinDesk to write an article saying that like maybe this wasn't actually going to happen. Mm-hmm. And even then, I think like Pete Rizzo, who wrote it, I think was very like like tepid about whether he should publish that or not. Hmm. At least it, it, that said, I think that I think that Factum could have worked, and I, I don't know where they are right now. Um, I assume that they're probably on their fourth or fifth B round. Um, <laughs> Well, I think I think they all made money. I don't think they care anymore. I don't think they give a fuck. They're still a, they still have it's, a website. Yeah, it's so funny because like honesty, it's like, truth, it's, it's, like what, it's like what happened to it? Like, where are they? 
What's uh? Their website shows like a shipping. What's Paul Snow port. doing? <laughs> Probably nothing. He's probably they run that Texas conference. Yeah, I they do that. A, I think that's what they do. Dude, the, the site. The, it's funny because like uh, the products on LinkedIn's site have been like weirder and weirder and weirder, and like they've they've narrowed them down to like now I don't even see a product on their site. They're, they're just kind of, I think they're just blockchain consultants at this point. <laughs> D Lock by Linkson. Linkson. I like. I, I think you'd probably get sued for that. By Microsoft, a breakthrough document authentication solution that lets you secure physical documents on the blockchain. That's a bad idea. That's yeah. that's expensive. Uh, and then there's Factum Harmony. Utilize Factum Harmony to create, organize, and report and audit proofs of documents, data, decisions, and activities within your organization. Reduce audit times and prevent costly disputes. I don't think it's going to do that either. So, but basically, they've regressed to literally just be a consultancy room. What's that? Or consultant? A notary. Or a notary. Yeah, or it looks like just, a notary, maybe, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, we have these things. So that you can like store your documents on Factum and they'll sign them, I guess. I don't know. Like that's hey, come on, guys. Like, this is not what we signed up for. We were we were hoping that there would be something much more exciting coming out of Factum. Um, what I'm sad about is that Factum had a lot of potent like a lot of pump potential, and they've really regressed to be very unexciting. So yeah. I don't I don't know. We want to see something really pumpy. We want to see, yeah, we want to see like better, bigger claims yeah. uh, than what you originally had. It's funny to me to watch companies regress to the thing that you told them they would regress to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not, it's, you know, at least uh, Paul Factum could have made this a success, though. It could have, uh, Paul Factum, Paul Factum. Paul <laughs> could have made Factum a success. However, I think if he had been willing to eat out a porn star's asshole, mm, that it seems, it seems that's helped. right. Which, by the way, is what happened this week with Viacoin. Yeah. <laughs> so this was, uh, I, I just kind of got the uh, the 401 on this a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, it's fucking hilarious. This is a great, this is this is such a funny thing. The uh, the dev for Viacoin um, has been, I, I think it just kind of started as like a lot of tweets like over the months that came into, he was like, if I go and eat out uh, a, a porn star's asshole, and it became... Uh, it became Brenna Sparks, who is, I think, a consultant for Spank Chain. <laughs> she, she's involved in she's involved in the space. I like that she's a consultant. That's she's a consultant or something. Um, <clears throat> like it was basically that if he went and did that, it would begin the next bull run. And and he uh, he went to Vegas. She is cute though. I gotta they, say. Yeah. And they they he he ate, he ate her asshole out. He ate ass, which is such a popular thing these days. Is it? It seems to be. Like more and more people doing asshole things, <laughs> like eating, like like maybe he was like looking for maybe asshole. he was looking for a private key. Maybe oh that might right? be that's it. what I think was going on there. Yeah, like she's I mean like I I <laughs> what's funny is he tweeted images of this and uh, and everyone saw it. Yeah, which is well, but this was the prophecy. It was it was the it was who it was, prophesied? Did he prophesy himself? I think I think the prophecy was like memed into existence. I think that's kind of like I don't know like the details. <laughs> I don't think they matter. The Lord of the meme. I think that and. and like the price was like going up a little bit, so, so that he kind of did something. It was, right? like, it was fulfilled. Yeah, I think that's the. Do you think George Soros is watching and he's like, "Oh, he's he like, did it. Okay, well, oh, I guess he did it. Well, the market pump. Bye. So I get more <laughs> of this." George Soros is just like on his phone shitting. Like, well, I, th- I do think it's funny like, because oh, like, I'm like, I'm like I'm it's, it's like a bad joke. Like, why is the price going up while well, this guy ate a person's asshole? Yeah, so <laughs> the market went up. <laughs> It's a funny thing, and there's a uh, apparently that, um, that's one of those things you could never have expected. By the way, to like yeah. cause a bull run, yeah, I'm with it. I'm like I'm I'm all okay I, with. I this. like it. Theo Von or not Theo Von Theo Goodman 
Want, you think you'd, would you do that on, on Camp 4? Like oh. let somebody else eat my asshole out? Yeah. Or if, if if it caused a bull run, um, I would I, I would be open to that. I, I'd consider really? it. Really, I'm open to every everybody has a price, John. So maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> depends depends on all the depends on all the conditions or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, as long as you're shaved, I don't know. Um, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you would shave for that. I would think you'd have to. That's but it's just it's one of the grossest things I've ever seen. Like the idea of like. I, I, like uh, the, the, seeing that image, I was like, "No way, no way." Yeah. But that guy, I I gotta say, I, mad respect, you my did, friend. Yeah. You did something no one else was, would have been willing to do. And the story got reported in in uh, Mother, yeah, Vice. Did it? Yeah. The uh, Vice always the hard hitting stuff. The, the dev that did this tweeted out like, "Hey, they like he tweeted out the email that he just got about like, hey, we heard you fulfilled a prophecy. Like, do you want do you want to come on? <laughs> we want to talk to you about it. I want to know what's going to happen when uh, or if Bitcoin gets to that place where what was it? McAfee said he need his own dick, right? Because that I, I bet Vice won't cover that. He'd be like, ah, you know, another day, another dick. McAfee's really like lost. I don't know. He he's just, gone. That that unhackable claim thing. Did you see that, that today? Oh, yeah. well, that was that's been going on for a couple yeah. of months. But now today, someone quote unquote hacked it again. Oh, of course. Well, he's he's just like I don't I don't. Know no one's gotten the coins, but that was like apparently a modification of the like you know what they said on their site they would give the money for. Mm. Um, so in this case, you can actually extract the private key, I guess, by like rebooting the phone yeah. in its, I don't know, kernel mode. Is that a thing? Uh, yeah, I think so. Whatever. You can like, uh, you can grab it. You can grab the, uh, the private key base because it doesn't, I guess, fully dump them, mm. which is hilarious. So, you know, they, they've, they're saying that they, they won the contest in spirit and then he owes them money. We'll see if he pays, because I'm sure he won't. He's just been clowning around in a way that's like not very interesting. Well, anymore. I think he's clowning around in a way that proves he doesn't have any money, which is amazing. Yeah. Like that dude doesn't have money. Like when did that happen? Yeah. Blows my mind. But I don't. I don't know if he cares. I think he's just like. I think he cares immensely. Yeah. Yeah. Like I. I, I think, like I think he BitConnect cares. Like I think that guy. Like I could see him getting like putting all his money into like a BitConnect, like as a, a punt, a final punt. Hmm. He had so much money at one time. Mm. Huh. That's interesting. Right? Um oh, but there is a uh the Ogreman pointed out a there's a a prediction market on uh Bloomberg or CNBC reporting the eat uh the prophecy, the eat, eat, eat the asshole prophecy thing out before September thirty first, I think. Really? Which is kind of funny. Yeah. Because like this is such a big like deal in the crypto world and they're reporting crypto news. So like are they going because like I, I think like if the price started going <laughs> up like sig- more significantly, they they would like they they'd have to talk about this. I don't know. Well, it's fucking funny. Oh yeah, it's hilarious. It's 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 like it, it's another thing that's like really funny about Bitcoin that like you couldn't you couldn't like I don't know. It, it's another fun chapter. It's a fun right. story in Bitcoin. Like another awesome thing that happens. All right, all right. So we have the, uh, the <laughs> you, you you wanted to talk a little bit about the Sasha interview, which was good. Yeah. I, I liked it. Sasha, you did a good job. Yeah, enjoyed it. That was good. You got. Thank it. you for the mug. Yeah. Thank you for the much. She sent me a mug after the interview, oh. which I think might be a bribe. I don't know that I'm allowed to accept it, but huh. you know, I'm going to keep it because. Well, that's nice. You can stores drink, hot things. You could, yeah, you could drink coffee, urine, urine, and and other warm whatever liquids, hot chocolate. Yeah. Um, whatever you're into. <laughs> well, it was it was, it was I, I listened to you talk to her. Uh, you talked Sorry. about some of the stuff we've been talking for a few episodes, but you you brought something up that I thought was really interesting. 
Um, because you were you were talking about ICOs in the relationship with the the shell corporation industry. Yeah, I mean, like I'm trying to figure out where ICOs really disrupt, and I think that there's something there for like pink sheet disruption. Okay. I, so I I was thinking that like one of the things that it would disrupt is shell corporations, because um, there's an industry of like selling shells. But the more I think about it, the more I think about like I think the fact is that like the reason shell corporations cost between like fifty and five hundred thousand dollars, depending on how clean they are, that's kind of how they're like so, priced. So, so you're basically just buying a corporate entity, like without standing shares, and like you kind of roll your company into it. And you can, you know, use it. Uh, it's just cheaper than like going through the compliance work. That that's the thing. I think most of the reason that it costs that is compliance. Like, how compliant is this organization? Did they do all the paperwork? You know, stuff like that. Because it costs, I, I think, millions. Mm -hmm. I've talked to a number of people this week about this, just to kind of navigate it and figure out and, and come up with like a slightly more informed opinion. But you know. There's, I think that I think that going public, no matter how sort of shitty your company is, costs a lot of money. Okay. So, my thoughts were that you could like you know circumvent a lot of that with uh, maybe the ICO stuff, but I, I actually don't think you can. So I'm trying to figure out what you could do. So I think I think what I've come up with now, and uh, and maybe maybe this is stupid too. So I'll I'll kind of explore this this week. I think what you could do is set up a corporation that issues uh, physical shares on the blockchain, so that pink sheets can get access to like the crypto markets and you kind of like okay. hold shares as like you would hold gold okay on behalf of these uh pink sheets okay that way that way pink sheets could like sell their you know in this like highly liquid uh you know crypto exchange market i could i could see that maybe being in use i don't know but i do feel like there's a place in the pink sheet world for icos i don't know where it is exactly but i do feel very strongly that there's something there Ah, okay. So like they would they they would they would do an ICO and issue like these shares. Well, I don't know if they would do an ICO, right? They, like like the way that it works is you sell shares, right? Mm -hmm. And you sell them on on these like exchanges. I do think that like the crypto market though has like a, a lot more liquidity in it right now. It's it's essentially so anyone even, from anywhere in the world can buy these things. But regulation might not allow that though. I don't know. So Specifically, you mean like issuing a, just issuing a token when you say ICO? Issuing, issuing a token, right. but like against their actual stock. Okay. It might just be stupid, though. Like, that's the thing. I don't know. I, like, the regulations may, may outlaw that, which is really interesting. I don't well, know. Well, do you, like, the, do, do some things enter the gray and dark markets for, like, shares of companies? I don't know. Like is that is that a possible world? Possibly because a company really is only defined by like, like does this a, become does this become like the pink sheet sort of like private uh, stock exchange stuff? Is that what, like because you want to you want to trade Uber? You can do it on the on, on the crypto markets before it comes out on the as an IPO. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, I don't I don't know. The either, problem with the like, ICO stuff is nobody is doing it as a stock, right? They're not selling them as shares. Mm. They're selling them as like tokens for their company, utility tokens. Um, I think I think that like oh and, and also I think that a lot of these companies that are that are selling them on exchanges I think that the exchanges require that you basically prove that you're not a security or at least get like get uh, the necessary paperwork to say to, to at least pretend like you're not a security which we know a lot of these things are mm -hmm. yeah it's still um it's still very under like like we still haven't seen a whole lot of like the SEC I haven't really been following the legal stuff lately but. I don't really know where this stuff like is, and it doesn't seem like they're not they're not really coming down with like a hard whip. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where the fuck they're gonna come down on this because like it seems like they're just kind of waffly. Yeah. Waffly. There's also this waffly. This is a little bit different, but like the whole ETF thing. Oh yeah. Like people are like kind of like not sure what to make of it. No one knows. 
and it's just a giant unknown, right? Like mm-hmm. no one knows like if that's going to happen, how that would happen, right? What the effects would happen, right? If at all, and it might be like the biggest wet f- like dud in history. It could be the wet dud, and then like it just so it happens the, the next dud. time the price pumps, people are Bing. people have that option. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, like the ETF thing is interesting because like I. I I mean, you know as well as I do that someone has to keep those bitcoins somewhere. Mm. Mark uh, Carpellis kept it in his cat's butt, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and and like I don't know where the Winklevosses would keep their bitcoin. Probably in their sock drawer. I don't know, but they, you got to put it somewhere stupid. Mm-hmm. You have to. So, what do you do? Do you put it in your office in like a, a giant glass jewelry case and pray that nobody ever breaks into your office and steals your coins? Mm. I, I don't know. I, I just find it very interesting because, like, I, I don't know that anyone knows the answer to that. How do you elegantly sco- store coins in a way that prevents them from getting stolen? It's such a, I mean, we have, like, I hate to say it, but we have the Coinbase thing. Like, uh, as far as we know, they have a huge hack. I mean, like, they, well, they, even they, if they have, they've, they, you know, they clearly haven't let anyone know and they've probably paid it off because they make a shit ton of money right now. But, but the thing with the ETF is that you have to, like, the, pur- the purpose is what, what are you gonna do? You're gonna, you're gonna split it. up your ETF it's in like, like 15 like parts and then just have like everyone like hope that nobody loses them. And if they do, at least, well, it's only one 15th, right? Like, I like, what do you do? How do you, how do you manage an ETF? How mm. do you do it? Because you got to store your Bitcoin somewhere, your private key has to exist somewhere, and it's only one private key. That's the problem with spaceless money, money, money. You, you have to put it somewhere, it's mm. not like its value density is pretty. Small, like you, you have one dollar bills. You can you can't store a million dollars in your room. It's going to be like too many one dollar bills. Um, you have ten thousand dollar bills. It becomes very easy. When you have spaceless money, like the whole thing is right. You can move as much as you want everywhere, and like it seems like a really good idea. It seems like a really really good thing, but in not not in all cases, it mm-hmm. there's problems with it. One of which is this. Yeah. It's, it's much harder to move millions of dollars when they're big. Yeah. Whereas a ledger nano, storing a hundred million dollars. I mean, yeah, I know where I'd stuff that. <laughs> I'd swallow it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, like, I, it's it's a little bit weird. I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know exactly how these ETFs would be managed if they're ever approved. I don't know how the SEC would justify approving them. Well, because they they have to, they're they're going to be made aware and they're going to come to those risk conclusions. And well, what are you going like, well, to ha- put it? And no one right. like, nobody will answer that. You're going to give like one private key to Andreas Antonopoulos, <laughs> and then the other to you, and like just make it a, a, a two of three or something like that. <laughs> yeah, right. Give give me the power to right. L- yeah, give give Andreas that power. Like yeah, yeah, it's it's like proof of Andreas POA. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody um, likes him, but like, but like it's still you can't you can't just. Have him hold it. Like you have to pull. Well, I want to know what like Maybe someone we'll like put, Andreas, we'll who's like mountain. this this SJW type person. <laughs> what do you do? What does Andreas do if he's like the two of three signature holder for like I don't know Andrew Angle? Is that his name? England, the the stormy guy, the Daily Stormer. Owner. Oh, um, yeah, I know who you're A- talking Andrew about. Andrew England, David Angle. I don't. I, I don't. Andrew England. I think I, you're David Duke and Andrew England. I think you're combining names. I have no idea. I I don't remember his name is, but the guy that. Uh, a- Andrew England. Andrew, yeah. Andrew England. England. Okay. What do you do if, if you're Andreas and you're holding the key for some guy named Andrew England? And then, you know, four years later, he, like, starts a Daily Stormer. As, like, an SJW, what do you do, Andreas? Do you, like, throw his private key out and go, whoops? 
Right. Or do you hold it? Do you continue to hold it? Like, what do you do? Mm. And, and like that, that gets really weird because, you know, the people that need Bitcoin are the people that probably shouldn't, shouldn't have access to the banking system or Andreas's, uh, you know, a willingness to hold it. Yeah. It's, it's a very weird issue to me. I, like, I, I, don't, I don't think that I would be willing to trust somebody, um, anybody, to hold that extra key externally, a lawyer, you know, whatever. Right. Like the only person you can trust is, is yourself. It's, well, if, if you, yeah, if, if in that, some ways. I mean, like, you, you can't trust yourself not to get robbed, though. Right. You can't trust yourself to, like... You put your Bitcoins in your sock drawer. That's the only place you can put them. Did you see the, Sy- the Sky King thing a couple weeks ago? We wanted to talk about this last week, so I know you saw it. Yeah. Um, and this, was, this, was a, this was an event on the internet. It was like, amazing. It was a crazy thing. A guy hijacked an airplane. But not in the way that you normally think of hijacking. He was a baggage handler, right? Mm-hmm. And he went onto an airplane and just flew it off the runway. <laughs> right. No, no, one, no one was in it. It was just him. It's a passenger he jet. Just, he just took it. And he was doing loop-de-loops and barrel rolls. And, like, you can hear the whole communication online. He was talking to the air traffic control people and talking about what he was doing. Um, and then eventually he, he crashed the plane Crash after having like it. a really fun joy ride. Just loved it. And then he's like, you know, they, they, so they said, Hey, you know, you want to, you want to come back? He's like, I wasn't really planning to land it. Yeah. And then he, he didn't, he didn't land it. Right. <laughs> he nose tied right into an Island in Seattle, like in the Bay. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, it was, a, it was, a, it was like a final act of like, he sounded <sighs> like a nice guy. I feel like I would have played he, Fortnite he, with him. He had sounded fun, like a nice you know? guy, and it seemed like he just had some whatever going on, and this is how what he wanted did, to go he, out. What did he say? Like, I, I didn't know I had screws loose until now. Right. <laughs> they were like, he was like, do you think if they, do you think if I land this, do you think they'll give me a job? Because yeah, if and you land like, this, like, they'll, they'll, they'll hire you for anything. So what, do you know what, ha- you know what happened there, What's right? What's funny to me is I heard it again and again and again, and the only thing that I heard on the news was, yeah, right. But what he actually said is, and I finally heard this on the Mirror site uh, mm-hmm. in the UK, was, yeah, right, I'm a white, white. guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And I saw comments and threads that were saying that, yeah, they're like, it's apparently it's bad as pilots right now. The really? The action, the quotas and diversity and all of that other stuff. So I think his, like, even, like, his comment about becoming a pilot, like, there was no way he would make it. But... All of the media outlets that reported the story took that part out. Yeah, that that really like because that kind of changes. I, I don't know. Like, I, 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 it's tough to just take something like that out. I mean, maybe maybe it was just kind of a weird joke, in, 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 at, at one end, and then is it or is it reflective of like what's going on in culture and like what a guy like this does? But it's but everybody like sparked a lot of like 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 a lot of people were like like. Celebrating him, celebrating his death. He seemed like, a, like one of those guys. Like, the, like, an, like I, I gotta say, in some ways, he didn't hurt anybody. Right. I, I don't know if he was an incel or what he was. If, if you're gonna do something stupid, this is pretty innocuous. It's, it's expensive, but it's innocuous as far as acts go. Yeah. Um. It, I mean, it was it was definitely a change from. It's very dangerous. Some of the like, ways that some he didn't of these hurt guys anybody. are trying to like. Yeah. He hurt himself. That was it. Yeah. He he had fun it's in dangerous. his last few hours. Um. But I don't know. Like, do you? Do you think that we're we talk about like the suicide rates going up amongst like a certain demographic? I, like, I, dude, I mean, I think it, with this, like, I, I would not be surprised if suicide goes up among like young white male guys in this world of like you know weird speech suppression. Mm. It would not surprise me. I've said this before to you. 
But like, it just wouldn't surprise me because I think that that feels very hopeless to me. Like a world where your like opinion is is declared evil, and you're not even allowed to like engage with people about it and find out why. Mm. That that that's probably pretty depressing to people. Mm. So I, I don't know. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised for a second if that happened. Mm. Yeah. I hope they don't all take planes because that'll make planes really expensive. I feel like. Yeah. Maybe find maybe find other ways to do it. Right. Self immolation. Well, but 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 you but you yeah like it, it kind of it kind of resembles some of the Vietnam protest stuff, right? Like like the guys like like the monks immolating themselves. Like I've never seen it that was, picture in history books. Oh man, like, those are those are. I mean, it's some of the hardest pictures to look at in right. life. But like that's kind of this. It's a, it's it's an act of sacrifice in a way that only harms yourself to demonstrate. Well, what's amazing about Vietnam is Vietnam had like this. I don't, I don't remember what kind of minister she was, but she was like challenging the monks. She she was like, you know, they're just killing themselves. They're burning. They're hurting themselves. And she was like calling them names and stuff like that. It was amazing. You can watch all this stuff on on YouTube now too. It's like the, the, the monk protests in Vietnam are some of the most odd. And weirdly courageous protests I've ever seen. I'm I'm weirded out by the fact that you protest something and then you aren't around to see the effects. That weirds me out. Really? Yeah. Well, but they're but they're you're protesting for a better world by leaving it. I mean, that's a very interesting act. Well, I think I think it's because of because it's so bizarre that it shows how it shows the gra- it's trying it's tr- trying to show the gravity of this thing and that I like, agree, but that, it makes that's me, how important this it, thing it is. It makes to me feel the people like, protesting. It makes me feel like like we're ants, in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Like so, like you're just gone. You just you're not here for the fucking like after effects of what you've done. You're just gone. It's, but, it's but amazing because you because you you're you, part of the tribe and then you, like you exit. But you, you're you're removing yourself from that. Like you're not seeing it from an ego point of view and, and an I point I'm, of view. I'm with you. It's that, like that it's to like, me is is one perspective I do not have, and I don't know if I ever want to. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, I, it I blows my mind. That, that's the only way I can really like I guess think about or interpret that. But not it's, being it's, around is a very weird idea. Like I, I want to be around forever. I want to be like haunting people. Mm-hmm. You know, like in my like death, I just want to be around. I like I like it. Mm-hmm. I like America. If I, if incarnation's true, I don't want to be born in India or any other place. Yeah. But I will be punished. That's, that's you'll a be, problem. You'll be you'll be re-car- reincarnated right a malarial, next to a giant Bitcoin it's, it's mine. Be a, it, maybe that's right. Exactly. Yeah. Like I was like a, a malarial mosquito. And your like, mom's going to be. you be like, what's the, why am I? Why can't I hear my, anything? My dad, my father will be a Bitcoin miner. He'll be running him in his house. Like extremely loud. Like right. It'll be it'll be the premise for a terrible movie. It'll be a really shitty part of like oh my god India, and there'll be there'll be. Miners everywhere, and oh god, that'll be, <laughs> that'll be the worst. <laughs> and then you'll just be like, Bitcoin. All right. So as a last thing, <laughs> you discovered something really interesting. This the, you've been you've been taking a weird class <laughs> on Coursera. That's kind of Coursera. right. Yeah. So, and and you you read about this thing called the Hawaii Overprint Note. Which I was, just thought was this a nice. I didn't know about that. I, I feel like I've heard about this. Okay, but I I it, it's not in my brain as like an important fact. But this is so interesting. So during World War II, the United States printed, it's called the Hawaii Overprint Note. It's a special dollar note for Hawaii. And it was made during World War II after Pearl Harbor. At, right? Like right after Pearl Harbor, right. That's when this was issue, created and issued. And it was the United States did it, and they made a different dollar for Hawaii. That way they thought if the Japanese took over Hawaii, they could make null all of those dollars. That way the Japanese wouldn't capture 
Right. The money supply. Which is amazing. You know what's amazing to me is that, like, I, I would have thought if you're doing that as a country, you would have made the Hawaii dollar look completely different. They made it, like, very similar, right? It looks just like dollars. Right. Well, but is it that even at that time, they just thought that if they made it distinguished, like, not even in the looks of it, that it would it would hurt Japan's... Like, Japan couldn't use that on a world market, right? Yeah, no, I, I agree. It says Hawaii on the side. I mean, it's it's a cool thing. Yeah. Um, Which I like. The, I, I did you did you look up? Um, I didn't really look at like see if like like where they worship for sale because like you can buy them buying, on eBay. Are, are they forty five uh, bucks? Sixty bucks depends on condition. Yeah. Uh, the perfect ones are about seven hundred bucks. It looks like. Oh, any of those things would be great. I, yeah, dude, I collect this kind of shit. I like that shit a lot. I collect Beanie Babies, uh, like anything that's like bubble or like money oriented. I really like this stuff. Yeah. I think it's cool. Yeah. I, I just I thought that was an interesting fact. Like. It's also like on the back, it's written in big letters Hawaii. Huh. It's just also funny that like $650 for a $1 note. That's that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like if you'd been well, around at that time, you'd be like, this this is going to be a great investment. I'm going to just buy the <laughs> like these. Just buy up all those notes. <laughs> it was like, look, think about it. Like, it's only going to be printed in Hawaii. They announced how small it is. Like, if it were yeah. really like, okay, we'll just get this scarce thing. I'm going to go to Hawaii yeah. and get like 10,000 of these things. Yeah. It's also like in, during a war situation like that, like you don't want your enemy getting your 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 value, right? Or getting that value, yeah. So like there is an advantage to like really centralized fiat money, where you find ways like that to kind of like cut that supply off. If what years? Be. What years was that? Do you know? Well, this was this would have been the the early nineteen forties, right? So nineteen forties, yeah. Nineteen forty one was when Pearl Harbor happened. So and then the war ended in forty five. So it'd be in those years. 1945. So we're, we're 2018, we'll call it 1945. So what is that, like 73 years? 80. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Man. Huh. Uh, yeah. So seven, 73 years ago, I wonder what would happen. So if you bought 10,000 of these and you sold them for 650 bucks a piece today, what would have happened if you'd taken that $10,000 in 1945 and put it into like an index fund? Mind you, it's before index funds really existed. But what would have happened then? That would have been... Think about that. Yeah, bro. Instead of instead of speculating on that stuff, you would have. It's just funny because like you always do. I always do. You, this you always do that. You always. Like I always. Like, like, I'm gonna go back in history and buy this and come back today. Yeah. I'm like, well, what if I just put it in an index? And then I like <laughs> do the math and I'm like, oh god, I would have lost so much money. Yeah. Seventy three years. Huh. Uh, that's like that's that's how many. If you're trying to figure out how many doublings that is. Well, it's 10.1 doublings at like 9.9. .9, so like 10 doublings. Yeah. So if I bought 10,000 of these notes, it's 650,000 is what I'd get for them now if I sold them, right? If you put like like a, how much money you're putting in? Or what's the like the, the principal? Yeah. Yeah, if I, if I bought 10,000 like of the $1 notes 10, and sold them today for 650 bucks because, you know, whatever, they're, they're you know, super valuable, I'd get about 650K. If I'd put that money into an index fund, I'd have made 1.024 million. Hmm. So there you go. There's your answer. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. S&P 500 shills. We're it's pumping really, that. It's true, though. Like, people, <laughs> like, it's so funny to measure it against, especially long periods of history. Yeah. Collectibles are, are some of the funniest things to do that with because they're, they're just awful yeah. at like, money retention in, terms of, in, in comparison to like, an S&P. Yeah. It, it's more holding it to hold it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, huh. I think that's it. I don't. I don't know that we have anything else. I think that yeah, you good? Yeah, I think you, have, you got something else, bro? 
Uh, bro. Not, th- not that I can. Bro. Not that I can think of at the moment. No. All right. Well oh, then, oh, did you? Oh, what was right. um? We were talking about like you said that you heard some Democrats or some politicians talking about like <laughs> utilizing post offices it, for like banking. Oh, I heard uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez talking about Who? the. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, she, she's that new that new person who's running in her district in like New York. Okay. Like a Bernie Sanders female version. Wait, is she is she like the twenty year old yeah. socialist? Yeah, she's super oh. pretty. Yeah, but she has those crazy she's so, eyes. She has crazy fucking eyes. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you like that. I, was like, I, I that would say far away. Yeah. Oh, she far was talking away. about this? I think so. Oh. But like there's oh. this, I think there's a, like an idea being floated by some that like the post office would do banking. I suggested this to somebody else. I, I was talking well, she, about this. She got else. that idea from somewhere. I'm sure. Somewhere. Obviously. Yeah. But I was talking to someone else about this. They're like, well, you already do that. You can go get like money orders for $10,000 at the post office. Like that's, that's not the same thing. I think literally the post office, the idea is that it would be a deposit institution for the Fed. Oh, because you, you've talked about that. Why don't, why doesn't the Fed just directly? Right. Do well, there's, I mean, that would be, that would be a problem for banks, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, they were not like There'd that. be no competition, no innovation, nothing. Um, but like, yeah, there, there, are, there are questions as to why people don't just have like, you know, accounts at the Fed. Uh, but the post offices, I think that what people don't realize is that the reason that there's the unbanked is because they are too expensive to bank. Mm. They're too risky. So what do you do in a world where you kind of make banking like a human right? It, it gets it weird. It's really expensive. Yeah, it gets it's really, a really weird. expensive, like human right. It gets it gets expensive, and like I I don't know what I don't know why people that maybe only have six hundred fifty dollars or so, you know, a thousand bucks or two thousand bucks, who really don't have much money and enough money for a bank account. I don't know what you do with them because mm. that's expensive to maintain those accounts. Hmm. That's why we have check cashing. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 what and they, Uber. That, that's where I do my banking. You check out check, your check out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Uber. Let me depreciate my car and exchange and, that in exchange for rent money this and, month. And Uber. And Uber banking. Yeah. Anyhow, um, that's, I think that's, yeah. The, I, I, I'm, I'm curious about this next election is going to be interesting in America because, like, I, I think that there's a lot of people who want to make it a mandate against Trump. And I think there's a lot of people who are, like, very angry at this SJW, like, kind of stuff, the Antifa and whatnot. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering in the battle royale of the anti-Trumpers and the anti-Fa, uh, what, what's going to happen? Mm. Do you think, uh, I mean, I, I think he's going to win again. I, Do I, you? I, Do you think so? Well, is he... Is By he, like a, a large margin? I think that there's a strong chance of it. Is there anything legally that's going to like get him out of office? Who knows? Because people Day to day, that seems to change. Like, I think it depends on what like Cohen says and, and this other stuff. What, you know, depends on what, what comes I don't, out. I, yeah, because I haven't been following that stuff. But like, I, I think the I'm going to channel Dante... And, and say I don't think so. I don't think he gets kicked out. But maybe he does. I don't know. I think it's a very hard question to answer. Because I don't think if he if he gets kicked out, like uh, who's going to run against we, him? We know a lot of guys on here who just like watch the Vegas odds uh-huh. on this stuff. I, a week ago, they were at like thirty percent, thinking he would get like booted. So we'll see. Wait, you mean you say we should make that thirty percent play? No, like, I'm just saying you... that I think that that was what the like the Vegas was thinking it was about a thirty percent chance. Okay, so that's. Thirty percent of he gets booted, right? Kind of unlikely. Something like that. Yeah. So I mean, they think it's unlikelier than likely. Yeah. But thirty percent's high. <laughs> like, come on! I'll bet you start off your term with like a zero percent chance, mm. near zero. That's interesting. So I, I mean, I don't know. Well, his approval ratings are apparently up and extremely shit. high, especially, especially among amongst African Americans. 
Huh. The African-American folk. So, and you've said what happens when he... Uh, I just want to, I just, like, I, I, I want to see him release all, like, nonviolent drug offenders and just, just watch those numbers just skyrocket. And, like, legal... What if he legalizes... What if he's the president that legalizes... Interracial marriage. Oh, or that. Yeah. <laughs> no, not interracial. <laughs> legalizes <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> like, it would just be, it'd be funny if he just does all those things and, like... People, he just becomes like wildly popular. And, I, and I, I think I think it'll get really weird if I he like know. plays like the nationalist card and, yeah. and does some weird shit like that. It's it's gonna get weird. I, I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see. Anyhow. Anyway. That's the end of the show. Yeah. Sean, why don't you tell people about your Cam Four channel? They you, you can find me on Cam Four. <laughs> King David's my my my. Which if you don't know what that is, you really should spend some time there. Yeah. So, uh, check it out. Uh, um. But I'm also in the ETH Plus Coin Dojo. You are on Telegram yeah, and Telegram. So we're there. You're on Twitter. We're on Twitter a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, have a, I have an account. And this is Junseth. I'm Junseth on Twitter. That's really the only place I want you to be. Unless you want to come to the ETH Plus Coin Dojo, you can also go there. That's a small group still. So like, uh, Sean's kind of the star of the show. You get you get a lot of access to him. Uh, he talks a lot in it. So that's a good place to go. See Sean. And if you happen to have questions for me, I may or may not answer them. I don't really have answers. So there's that. I'm Junseth on Twitter, Junseth on Telegram, Junseth anywhere there is a Junseth. This is Junseth chunking up the deuce of the South. The math, the, the math. The math is ended. The math is ended. <laughs> Go in peace. St. Catherine, pray for us. <laughs>